0: Yo, what up, everybody? Another episode of Downtime with Downstar. We're on episode six today, and today we have uh, a special guest, uh, Camillo, a.k.a. Loaf. Yes, sir. What up? What up, what up? What's going on over here? Shit, man. Um, We were just talking before we started recording that uh, we went to the same high school. Indeed. Pretty much we were around the same parties, and we just like... Grew up in the same yeah.
1: ratchet way, man. Yeah, these are all Southside facts. <laughs> yeah, Southside Oxnard Factuals right here. Gang banging. Yeah, a whole right lot here. of gang, gang, gang.
0: Yeah. I could have never been in a gang, dude. I didn't have a gang body, Doug.
1: Nah. Yeah, you know, you kind of got to be bred for the shit. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, didn't, I don't think I went through many trials and tribulations where I needed to uh, see that as an outlet right right right, i I didn't have anything to blame it on no i hear you i didn't have i i had cool parents i had stuff i didn't have an older brother that was into some (laughs) shit i didn't my
1: cousins were cool you know i think i had too much food in my fridge to be a gangster right yeah I just you know once i moved to Oxnard, i just didn't struggle enough yeah
0: dude dude gangsters have tortillas beans Noodles. Brown rice. Or yeah. I mean no the orange rice. Yeah, they
1: definitely don't have no brown rice. These foods aren't counting calories. <laughs>
0: orange. They have orange <laughs> rice. Yeah. That's Mexican rice. And if I lived that sort of lifestyle where that's all I was eating, mm-hmm. and um I had a jefita instead of a mom, <laughs> maybe I would have been in get some gang shit. That's true. We could have done some real damage. I don't know what gang I would have even been in, though. I would have had to been in like <sighs> Or who knows? Maybe I could have just b- did some manipulative shit and be the master. You know,
1: it's just too—it's too hard to choose a gang. You know, it's like it's like applying for a university. I know. Yeah, it's tough, man. Too and, many gangs out there.
0: Man, you're talking about a university. There's probably maybe ten in California itself. Yeah. In uh, Oxnard, there's probably about ten
1: gangs. So it's probably like fifty gangs. Uh,
2: you think so? <laughs> really?
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Damn,
2: dude.
3: Yeah.
1: So, speaking of.
0: Uh, speaking of our past man um so guys i gave i gave kind of a pretty bad intro (laughs) of course he's a high school buddy somebody that i've known for a while uh we used to party together and stuff and um but he's a business owner you have two businesses
1: i have two businesses well technically technically i have like four businesses talk your shit dog let's hear it so i mean if you're gonna be technical and, and you know of what I, of the businesses that I, you could say I own, I would own four businesses, two of which, three of which are running, two of which are actually providing some sort of income. Um, I own two barbershops. One that's uh, being subleased to another barber who wanted to be an owner himself. So nice. he took the initiative to come up with some ideas and some plans and some paperwork and some money to sublease the barbershop for myself. So he technically, I guess, is the owner of that barbershop. I'm the owner and he's the sub-owner or whatever you want to call it. sub lease or whatever.
0: Maybe silent partner. Yeah, something yeah, like that. I yeah. got you. You got to die first right. buy.
1: Mm-hmm. And then I own um, the Lounge Barbershop, which is probably the most promising business that I have yet. Year. Then I have Wet Supply & Co., which is a hair care product that did really well for about a year. And then, um, I mean, I wish I could come up with some really cool excuse of why it kind of like died down, but I just kind of lost a little bit of flame, you know what I mean?
0: No, I feel you, dude. Yeah,
1: and uh, then I have um, CA Vet Construction Management. It was a business that um, I've had for about two years that we are hoping to really make some headway with this year. Things are looking really well, so.
0: Wow, that's crazy, man. A couple things, bro. You know, uh, I totally forgot that you had the hair care product line. But the thing with that, man, is one thing that I've found is the only, I say this a lot. And it's kind of a catchphrase that I'm, I'm kind of happy to stand behind is that the only currency that we really have is time. Correct. So you have to be able to spread your time around and in wise decisions. Mm-hmm. So say you have your hair care product or, for instance, me, I do the hardware. People would say, dude, you should be doing Nissan hardware. You'll kill it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like,
0: I might be able to. You know, you might be able to kill it with the hair care products, but that's not just gonna happen.
1: No, correct. And it's it's very time consuming to try to hold multiple positions in multiple different businesses or companies. The barber lounge has just been I mean shit, it's been good to me. Yeah. That's where I'm, that's where I like to be at. I'm comfortable there. That's my baby. Do you find it as more of like a passion kind of project? The barber lounge? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um I mean, shit. We built that fucker from the ground up. You definitely. I mean, did. you were there the whole ride. You yep. saw it all from the ground yeah. up. It was um, no
0: disrespect, no. but it came out a lot better than oh, I yeah. thought it was going to come out. Me
1: too. Because we because <laughs> no, it yeah. came
0: from the other barbershop. Right. Correct. So when, um, kind of when me and we and Loaf um, linked up again was when he started working at the uh, barber shop. There was another barbershop, Headhunters. Headhunters, yeah. and if you guys are local, you probably know that it was in Wainimi. and um, that was pretty much one of a very small handful of shops where it felt like a barber shop. Correct. And it was a good feeling because yeah. It was so dope, man. And that's what that's what you guys did have. We would go in there I would get cut, and I would probably spend at least 15, 20 minutes before or 15, 20 minutes after.
1: Absolutely. Chilling. Just shooting the shit, bro. Talking shit, having a good time. Drive yeah. the ruckus there. Stories, Yeah, the ruckus. I drove the ruckus. Yeah, park it yeah. outside,
0: get a cut. Everybody's checking it out, bullshitting. All the bums would come by. Hell, yeah,
1: asking for money and shit. Yeah.
0: Oh, shit. Sidebar, guys. If you guys see my... Um, my <laughs>
1: my bum fight.
0: <laughs> my yearly instagram post every time i see it pop up on my facebook that says like it's a one year anniversary oh, or whatever God. there's a picture of loaf back in the day where he's he's scrapping like with some uh with brad i'm gonna call him brad yeah brad's
1: it, a fucking excellent name for it, a bum on it skates. definitely yeah. could
0: have been a brad he looked like a surfside three homeless dude he's staying yeah. on his uh sister's couch for about uh, way too long. And she wants him out. So he was just getting fucked up with uh, Trevor <laughs> walking around. Trevor And um, and they they said something disrespectful. And Loaf mopped that dude up.
1: It was a long day. You know, that was a long day. I had probably had about maybe four or five. No, nah, maybe I'm being a little extra. Maybe three of the uh, Orange Jubilee Mad Dog 2020s. Really? Yeah, man. I was just hanging on my house shoes. Drinking getting hammered you know what i mean and then you just came
0: i don't even think you were getting cut or anything no i would it see, wasn't you didn't even work there at the no, time no
1: i didn't and i actually was just hanging out and a buddy of mine that i was with who had been was clearly highly intoxicated as well decided it'd be a good idea to make a comment about a got the the bum's chihuahua oh is that what happened <laughs> yeah. and the bum didn't like it like hey don't talk about my fucking homeless chihuahua bro we have an issue here you know what i'm saying So, I actually was trying to. Respectably. Correct. Yeah. Like, you're not going to let you talk about my homeless chihuahua, bro. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Fuck. So, yeah, I actually was trying to uh, de escalate the situation when I kind of got blindsided by another homeless guy on roller skates. Wow. And that's kind of what kicked it off. So, there's a bum with a dog, a bum on roller skates, and a bum on a bike.
0: I think the only footwear that I saw
1: was the lack of yours. Yeah, the lack thereof. (laughs) Correct. Yeah, this is true. toss the yeah. house shoes off this is all true yeah i had on my house shoes and i was i was stepping on the back of them as you should yeah that's how you wear them had to come up out those though you know and chunk them throw them putassos like they say in the hood right that's funny because
0: <laughs> the only time that dudes really take their shoes off in in oxnard is to fight or to kick a soccer ball really far
1: or to race or to race. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and yeah. speaking of that, your uh, your buddy that you were with was uh was yeah. doing the 100-yard dash.
1: <laughs> yeah. Steve McQueen. He was, was pretty quick. He was pretty fast. Shout-out to Steve McQueen, I <laughs> Lightning McQueen, I, don't know, huh? I, yeah. I
0: still don't know who you are to this day, but yeah. shout-out to you.
1: I can he, shout him out if we need to. If we need to let him know who he is, throw, I'm sure somebody will hear it. Throw it Come down. on, Nathan Lopez. Where you at, bro? <laughs> what up, dog? That was, a, that <laughs> was t- a good time. He took one of the jaw, and he was fucking – he was gone. He was running – Olympic fucking runner, and, bro. On his,
0: in his defense – When I've been saw sometimes, things aren't as they seem. Because I've talked to girls that I thought were tens. And then when the lights turned on at Pangeas, they're like six, five. We're we're going to say a three. We're going to say a three. Yeah. You know?
1: Because anything at Pangeas, even drunk, never reached over a seven. Oh, damn. You're right. Yeah. We're talking about Pangeas, 800 square feet.
0: So this was, so guys, (laughs) let's take it back so this is a he's chilling out getting mm-hmm. getting drunk
1: fight, Plastered. fighting Plastered, not yeah. even a
0: barber yet
1: not even a barber so, actually I had just uh so this is like 2010 I got out of the army in 2007 okay and I kind of was just lingering yeah I was just existing now
0: did you feel that since you
1: did time in the service
0: when you got out you kind of deserved it like this is
1: my time mm-hmm. I um oh as far as the time off yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah i i actually told people like jokingly like however many years i do in the army is exactly how many years i'm going to do of nothing got when i you, get out <laughs> got you which really wasn't serious but it almost worked out that way
0: yeah i mean it just i i can see how that thought would cross yeah. your head you know because it's 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 sort of like a, a thing that you owe mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm because you, I'm sure, I, I never did any time in the service, but just me observing people that have gone through it, especially being in Oxnard, we, we run into a lot of yeah, people that always. would either be here from uh, another another state or something, or, or people leaving here and coming back and telling stories, uh, like my boy uh, Chente. Mm-hmm. Little Chente? Yeah, yeah, Shout out to Chente. Um, he went to Iraq or I mean, Afghanistan, excuse me, I think three or four times, yeah. dude. So I can it's a real see, deal, bro. Yeah, yeah, I can it's see crazy. being over there. And just when you get home, you're just like, I have a little cheese. I'm mm-hmm, pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure I'm pretty yeah. good where I could last a little while. Let me just chill out. And, um, when do you think that it kind of felt that you snapped out of that?
1: Um, as funny as it sounds, um, I don't think I really snapped out of it until, like legitimately, maybe like around my thirtieth birthday. Really, that's when I woke up and I was like, "All right, I'm over it. Let's get it cracking." And you're about thirty-five. I'm thirty. I'll be thirty-five in like a week, two gotcha, weeks. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. Happy, mm-hmm. happy early birthday. Yeah, appreciate guy. that. Yeah. Yeah. No way. No better way than to celebrate. Yeah. downtime do with Downstar, <laughs>
0: dude. Well, this is that will probably be about yeah, when this comes out. Absolutely. You know, so we got a yeah. little time ahead. So happy. That's birthday perfect because I ordered love. strippers. So. Oh shit! <laughs>
1: Matter of <laughs> fact, they're a little late. <laughs> He's just kidding, babe. <laughs> oh yeah, JK, JK. That's not me winking. I got something <laughs> in my eye. <laughs> so.
0: So, um, so you're going to say maybe about four years, five years ago?
1: Yeah. Um, so we opened up the Barber Lounge in 2014. So maybe 2013 is when I just was like, and you know, it, it didn't really take nobody or, or anything particular, no crazy event or nothing. I just woke up one day and I was just like, fuck it, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's just fucking party, bro. Let's do this. Yeah. So
0: Now, you were already cutting for a little while. When I yeah, opened yeah, up the Barber yeah, Lounge? Yeah, yeah I had, been, I had cutting. been cutting for two years before. Two years.
1: So, I got my license in 2012. We opened up the Barber Lounge in 2014.
0: Because you know what was really funny, dude, is I remember when you were the new barber. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, there was other people that had been barbers for longer. And, you know, me, as a hustler, I'm always thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, I might have even asked, like, oh, damn, what does this place... The, 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 the numbers of it. I might have right. asked Mo and when I'm doing the numbers in my head, I'm like, dude, why don't you just open your own fucking I know. shop? I know. You know? Yeah. And you and Hollow were the only two people that I saw that had that kind mm-hmm. of vision, and he's actually some person that I would like to have in here yeah, too. Yeah,
1: he's he's a fucking great guy, super successful.
0: Shout out to Hollow yeah. at um, Hollow
1: the barber at the Ria barbershop, yeah, at over the over by the Esplanade.
0: So I saw this uh, this barbershop that I would go to. The reason I would go to it is because one of my really good friends, uh, Mo, he was a barber there and um so i would go there get the cut that's mm-hmm. i started talking to loaf again and um i seen hollow left and opened a shop and then i seen loaf when when you guys split up when the shop you know when the when mm-hmm. the shop ended up uh having a hiatus you opened your own shop up and um dude you're doing it bro
1: yeah man it's tough but i mean you know you're a business owner yeah so you know the daily struggles and it doesn't matter if it's hair or if it's bolts or if it's sandwiches, it's fucking, it's whatever. Hard. Yeah. It's fucking hard.
0: You have to facilitate it. Yeah, absolutely. No absolutely. Matter, no matter what it is and what, what a business owners, what I think we all have in common is if the dip falls on the floor, you're already thinking 10 steps ahead. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh shit. This isn't even my house. Yeah. I don't have to pick this up, but I want to pick it up for these people to clean yeah. up. I want to get this. Oh, make sure you, you know you're. Yeah, that's, you have that naturally.
1: Yeah. Whenever I walk into an area or a place or a house, a business or anything, I always see, I'm always thinking four or five steps ahead. I see what's around me. I see where I'm at and I see who's there. And it just, you know, you guys ought to be aware of your surroundings, but it just makes you, when you're more aware, I mean, you're more alert, you're more alive. Like, it's just easier that way. Like, like you said, the dips falling on the floor. I'm, I'm already calculating how many, how many splashes are going to be from that dip when it hits the ground. Yeah, like the initial, and there's gonna be four sprinkles around it. Like I'm gonna Definitely. do two whole napkins. And and if
0: you guys don't get the uh, correlation, that's like when you open that door, when you're the first one there, when you turn off that alarm, you're preparing yourself for a mental mm-hmm. Super Bowl game every yeah. damn day. Every day, bro. And you're. I hope i hope nobody slept in front or hope nobody yeah. tagged on my yeah, shit yeah, absolutely you know i hope that there's no no yeah. no problems at the shop yep. even as small as you know oh i hope we have change or mm-hmm. something like that yeah. i hope this appointment gazillion, in.
1: gazillion things bro you know and gazillion if you're things.
0: if you're the regular employee you got to get up you got to get there and that's it yeah you got to cut that's it when you leave you're gone you just
1: leave if the fucker burns down in the middle of the night what the fuck do you it care it does not fucking yeah. matter it your does. check's still gonna come in the mail for the hours you worked and it's over yeah dude yeah. and it doesn't matter and that's what some people
0: don't get is nah. that no matter what kind of business somebody owns um even i've even had this the same issue with me is there's people that maybe they'll copy our designs and mm-hmm, things like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. and and basically just writing writing the same way right. as us i like i used to be really disrespectful about it because i was really prideful you know but at this time i'm just like you know what the most I would appreciate was if you would reach out to me and say, "Hey, you inspired me right, exactly. to do this." Because right. you don't owe me anything. I don't mm-hmm. know you. There's no law. You can open up. Just say I inspire you because that's me as a, as a creative. That's one thing yeah. that I I I appreciate. You know, so how I feel now is no matter how I feel about a company, that's a fucking business. And that dude, no matter if his way of marketing or product is, is one way, that dude's still spending time away from his family, his mm-hmm. kids. He's mm-hmm. still got fucking money problems no matter what it is. Yeah. And, and, and that's the
1: crazy part about being an entrepreneur or self-employed is people don't understand like a nine to fiver. Fuck, bro. Their their girlfriend, wife, mom, brother, sisters, cousins, aunts, uncles, and friends and kids know when they're gonna go to work and when they're coming home. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. As an entrepreneur and a business owner, if you have a family too, oh, it's over, bro. Yeah, you're and, up all fucking day, and which you do. And and one one thing that I
0: really commend you on is that you're you're able to put your uh, son in a really good yeah. situation, dude. He's going to a really good school yeah. and he has really good. Uh, parenting from you yeah
1: well his mom and me both we don't fuck around you know what yeah. I mean like I treat my son my daughter as well she's getting ready to go to a really good school too we're we're fingers crossed we're gonna get into an all-girls catholic school in Simi Valley that's the plan right now and so,
0: we're talking yeah junior high high school
1: yes yeah so this isn't
0: so, this isn't like college no nah, this
1: ain't college this is like get them started now but my thing was well my thing is like just side sidebar real quick about the kids like my parents so three second backstory. First I was awarded the gold. Well, well, oh, let's I, hold
0: up. Guys, this is basically gonna be the telling the story of the entrepreneur. So where we're yeah. right now is when he decided that he's gonna yeah. open the shop. So yeah, yeah I, I wanted to dive into that. Let's get a little more to so uh, your to, your past your previous days.
1: I, I could just tell and I'm not gonna get all in depth because I mean shit, we might run out of media time. I don't know. You know, hey, it you, could get crazy. You talk about whatever you so, want to talk about, man. We I just tell you like this. And I say nothing, nothing I say makes me feel any more empowered or any more, you know, in competition with nobody or nothing like that. Everybody has their own story. Everybody's been through their own shit. I only know what I've been through and what I've overcome and where I am today. When I was, I was born in, uh, up north in um, Paso Robles in Templeton, my mom was a heroin addict. My dad I never met, you know what I'm saying? I haven't met him to this day at 35 years old and I've only seen one picture of him. Um, my mom did about 14 years in prison. I lived with my grandma. She put me up for adoption, kept my two brothers and my my cousin. And I was a ward of the court, bouncing around from house to house to house to house. Ended up in Oxnard when I was 10. And that's all she wrote. You know what I'm saying?
0: So so a family yeah, just I got adopted, adopted you yeah. at 10? Older family. At 10 years old? At 10, 10 old, bro.
1: I was already grown as fuck. Wow. I already had issues. I already had mental problems. I was already fighting every day. I was touching girls' butts. I was doing all kinds of shit, bro. I was out of control.
0: At 10 years old? 10 years old, bro. Let's put it into perspective. My son, Christian... Just turned eleven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's very commendable of them yeah. to take absolutely you in at, that age. at that age. Yeah, my That's mom. And,
1: and it's funny because my mom always says, "Oh, well, we only got you because you 'cause you're on the clearance rack. Your know <laughs> you know, your expiration date was popping up real soon." So, but my parents when they brought me in, it was I kind of was in a, in a good position because I didn't get brought in like. Most people would when you say, uh, like, a foster family brings in four or five kids at a time. Got gotcha. you. And the mom works and the dad works and it's fucking all crazy and the kids are always fighting with each other. and It's just bullshit. There's bunk beds everywhere. No, I got brought into a family who my mom, um, Judy Stinton, who's also from Oxford, also went to Wyoming High School, graduated class of 74, which is crazy hey. that, that we went there and everybody. So, But she had had, like, between miscarriages and stillborns, like three bad pregnancies. Wow. Yeah. And so she was giving up and that's when they decided to adopt and they found me and they said, well, fuck it. This is the one, you know what I mean? Nice. And they did good. They did right by me. You know what I mean? And they were older, which is what I think was beneficial for me is like I was saying, like in foster homes, a lot of people are like older, but they're not stable. You know what I mean? And that's why they bring in so many foster kids. Well, my parents were very stable. You know, my mom was, had already been a nurse. Um, She married my dad in 84. She had already been a nurse for, what, like fifteen, twenty years, you know what I'm saying? Something crazy, yeah. And my dad was head of security for partner in gamble. He was a oh, chief. Wow. Of, he was a chief no of security, way. yeah. So I got brought into a good situation, you know what I mean? And that's what. Un, so under like underneath all the bullshit that I do on the daily, they gave me an amazing, amazing platform. You know what I mean? Like they taught me so much. But I just I I, I rebelled anyways, mm-hmm. just because of where I come from and this, my lifestyle before that. I just didn't give a fuck. You yeah, know what I mean like I felt like I was untouchable. But being that way, uh, feeling like I was invincible and like nobody could ever fuck with me, nobody could touch me. I've been through so much, bro. I have stories I could tell you that I, motherfuckers couldn't believe. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. shit that I went through, and then coming in and getting at. 10 10 is old as fuck bro
0: 10 is 10 old. is old as fuck. guys i'm telling you getting, christians 11
1: yeah, getting and, and moving into this super stable family where they eat dinner at the same time every night at the table together and you know there's chores and there's homework and i actually had a room with a bed in it which i never had before you know wow. what i'm saying and so they gave me so much like they gave me so much that, that i couldn't handle i don't know if that makes sense so i was kind of like pushing back did you feel like it wasn't real? Yeah. And, and I feel like, and I struggled for so many years, even in my adult life, feeling like I I grew up and did so good, but both of my brothers ain't doing well at all. So I to feel, this day? Yeah. Well, one of my brothers, you know, is uh, in a group home. He got water on the brain. And back in the 80s, when they gave you surgery, they didn't know what they're doing. So they fucked him up. Yeah. So he's in a group home, actually, just over here by the airport. Yeah. For people in Oxnard, you know, that's not far. It's just right here. But yeah. So, you know, I. I just been a fighter bro and like it's not even like oh uh, adversity my life is so i don't because i don't give a fuck about that yeah you know i really don't but my parents were such good parents that i had no choice but to be a great parent uh whatever that means you know yeah. what i'm saying everyone's interpretation of a great parent is different yeah some good parents fucking give the kids macaroni cheese and hot dogs and taking the grandmas every friday and they're the best mom in the world best dad in the world whatever yeah. you know what i'm saying but i make it a a point in my business and anything I get my hands on, anything I'm involved in, even for instance the podcast, if my kids were home tonight, I wouldn't have came. Yeah. you know what I mean. And it's nothing that has nothing to do with you or or anything. No, definitely. It's I, just if my kids are home, not, totally I'm not. Totally I'm not coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people always trip on me because it's like I'll I'll pass money up. For my kids and but they don't understand yeah You know what i mean like hey can i get a haircut tuesday hey my kids are in, my kids are home they don't have school i want to spend some time with them yeah oh i just it's just gonna be real quick and there's no such thing as real quick in, in business bro it's not real quick you yeah. know what i'm saying like i gotta Drive over to you. I got to cut your hair and I got to drive back. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm just not gonna. And do it, it just stops
0: the flow. Yeah. Because there's a flow of your day. It's not like it's just right. on pause. No. Yeah. The day's flowing. So once you leave and you get back, then it's like, damn, it's already dark now. You know, Bro, it's
1: gonna start getting dark. Trust me, that's been millions of reasons why I didn't follow through with plans with my family and my kids. Cause I would get home and be like, man, hey, it's already dark. Yeah. I don't want to do nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but try to get back on track. So like I was saying just quickly about my kids is I, I make it a a valid point with anybody that I deal with in any nature or any form to understand like i and you i I don't care how I sound bro I will leave millions of dollars on the table if it comes to to my kids and sacrifice oh, definitely, you know dude. like I don't care you know what I mean and that's just that's because my parents never missed the football practice my parents never missed a football game like no way yeah like bro wow. my parents would take their lawn chairs out and watch me practice and I was a little fucking kid crying. Damn. Like getting fucking mauled up at, you know, learning the game, you know. Yeah. The back of my legs are all fucked up from my cleats is a brand new Rydells from Kmart. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, so now I make it a valid point, like, to do everything I can to be my kids' life and and uh you know, whether it's um I train both my kids in um sports and in uh in any sport. I coach my daughter's teams, I coach my son's teams. I just volunteered to be a basketball coach for my daughter's team this year, so like that's one thing I'm not gonna fuck around with. I don't ever want my kids to wonder where their dad is, you know what I'm saying, yeah. or what's he doing, or why he ain't he here, you know? Like I don't know. Just, just that's a terrible feeling. I, I, I dealt with that my entire life, not knowing my biological dad, you know what I'm saying, and not being around my biological mom. You always wonder, like, well, where the fuck are they at? Yeah, I ain't hard to find. <laughs> I'm all over the internet. You know what I'm saying? I'm 35 now. Why ain't I got a phone call yet? You know what I'm saying? It's uh-huh. weird, bro. But it's not one of the things that like. I don't dwell on it, if that makes sense.
0: No, you. I mean, but, to, to, to live in that situation
1: yeah. is one thing.
0: But to be able to feel a certain way, like, dude, you have every single right to feel any way that you want because it's the situation that you didn't choose. You didn't choose to be in that situation. So it's, it's not... And a lot of people a lot of people, they, they hide that kind of stuff and, and they, they're all fucking mad all the yeah, time. Yeah, fired and up. Fighting yeah. with people and yelling at their kids yeah. and shit. And I'm like, dude, you just got to fucking sit down, Talk to somebody and fucking cry. or It do not matter who it is. Do, do a fucking podcast. D- yeah, anything. Just get get, get on here and whine. Talk about oh, it. my life. Oh, no, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just fuck. let that shit yeah. out, dude. And then you can, you can, if other people, if you let it out to someone, then they could give you a different perspective. Absolutely. So you had, so I, I always say that we're on kind of like a linear scale, mm-hmm. right? Everybody starts at a certain place. Right. And there's always going to be a medium and there's going to be drastic lows and drastic mm-hmm. highs. It was just, you were just born like with with a longer distance correct to go and i feel like that's that's how a lot of people were is that we're born in a a situation where we have a lot of stuff that we can say that is holding us back Mm -hmm. but the only thing that's holding you back is you and how how far that you want to go mental
1: mental capacity bro
0: that's it man and if you and i and i feel if you're a very um conscious person and conscious meaning you analyze everything you do mm-hmm. you do everything for a certain reason and you're looking for a certain outcome like as long as you're doing that consciously um dude you can make anything yeah happen. absolutely
1: uh, and and one of the bigger issues is is that people are pussies bro yeah like people are just weenies like in general we, just across the board and there's one thing i tell people all the time and i i tell this to my son a lot like there's, there's types of certain people I, I don't deal with, bro, and there's people that have weak hearts and weak minds. I won't deal with them. I don't care about a
0: weak physique.
1: I don't give a fuck if you never wish, lifted a weight in your life. The heaviest thing you ever lifted was a double quarter pounder with cheese. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if, if you ain't got a strong heart and a strong mind, then I, I really can't deal with you. You know what I mean? You're right. Because I've been weak for years, bro. And I know what it's like, and I don't want to deal with people that, were, that are like that. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, and, and a lot of the reasons how I feel, and I'm sure how you feel, that you could talk about certain situations is because you've been on both sides of the Absolutely. spectrums. Absolutely. Like I was talking to you earlier about the podcast that even when we were in high school, we were on two totally different
3: spectrums. Yeah, it was two different so worlds.
0: No matter how your, your your real life was going and how my real life was going, and how my my high school life was going and how yours was going, it's like it's it's all over the board. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not not just because that and that kind of brings me to a point is you're not you're not a situation. No. You are you are so much more than that. So if something traumatic happens to you, you get dealt a bad hand, um, you go through some bad, bad, hard times, mm-hmm. like that doesn't define you. That's no, just not at all. You're driving down the road and you're hitting a really nasty road right yeah. now. You're getting a Little storm. Bubble. But yeah. you need to keep rolling. If if you think of life as a trip from California to New <laughs> York, you know, you're going to want to make that road Absolutely. and some of those some of those drives are going to be boring. Yeah. Some are going to be crazy. Some are going to be beautiful. You're going to get to beautiful towns and you're going to be like, "Damn, mm. maybe I'll just chill here. Maybe I'm good working yeah. at Haas, you know, because that's th- locally that's like a really kind of prestigious yeah. job to have. You get because a job at a
1: hospital, kind of. Hostile, you're kind of set. Shit. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're
0: doing good, right? Mm-hmm. But that that is a cap. At the end of the day, but that's, not only is
1: that a cap, but it's a crutch. Exactly, because people fight their whole life to get in a hospital to make that check, and then. What happens after that is that you just make that check. That's all you do is make that check.
0: And then you have somebody like your uncle or your dad that's telling you yeah. that they always wish they had that position. And right. if you leave that position, you're You're stupid, crazy, yeah. You're, you know? you're ruining your life, yeah. Dude, it's like the fucking hardest thing to break through. Actually, not not for me. I think for me more, it would have been just my surrounding. Mm-hmm. Because my parents really never told me shit about my business. They were, they were like, damn, that's crazy. They were just stoked yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. They never told me shit about quitting my job and it's and they've I think I gave them that comfort early in, in my years that you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. me. I'm good. I'm not gonna be doing stupid shit. And and I please trust me on that. Yeah, I'll make mistakes or what yeah. have you. It's just uh, that's normal life, but I have a good head on my shoulders, mm-hmm. you know. So
1: Yeah, if, you, and you know, for those of you guys don't know, I I have known Frank for quite a while. We I've been out of high school myself since uh, 02 oh two. And I, I've seen this dude go from freaking like spray painted t shirts to fucking one of the, in my eyes, one of the most. Prestigious and, and probably better bulk companies across America. So, thank you, dog. Yeah. So, just so you guys know, this, it's the real deal. What's going on over <laughs> here in the right here with Downstar? It's not no fucking joke.
0: And that's one thing that I really try, dude. There's um, how I look at a business is that you're fifty percent your product mm-hmm. and the business about it, and the other fifty percent is the actual brand and what the brand stands right. for and what it means and what it means to 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 rock this brand. Right. Just like you're wearing everything you're wearing right now. He's wearing the support my hustle hat that we have Always. and when it first came out he bought that shit yep. like he straight
1: but I, th- I bought it off your head that's right i, it said, was, I, ha- I said i had to have that right now it was
0: my fucking hat so yeah. i sold it to him right there and like he's somebody <laughs> no i'm playing i'm playing he's somebody that i would <laughs> yeah. just like give a hat to yeah. it's not even like no, that no no but
1: you have a family to feed i mean you, what, what's your goal what's your goal to give way more hats or to yeah. sell hats like fuck i don't care yeah even when you had the regular downstar hats And I asked you, I said, why are you selling for so much? And you told me why. I was like, well, fuck it. Let me get one then." Yeah. Like, I'm not here to argue with you. Like, this is your brand, bro. I support it. Because once,
0: if you build that foundation Mm -hmm. of the hat's going to be 30 bucks, right now this hat's not worth 30 bucks because it's not, it's not it doesn't have that value yeah right. it's not popping but you're giving yet. it the value you, but i'm giving it every right. single day every show that i go to every trip every connection Absolutely. that i make it's an organism that's growing and people that see that grow from year to year the year they're like damn i want to be on that train Hell yeah whatever that train is on i want to be on that mm-hmm. and it's just like fuck yeah i want to i want to just build let's just fuck let's just keep it positive yeah. you know
1: and it's exciting oh yeah it's fucking dude. exciting bro it is man everywhere i go people ask me when they see my hat they you know they you know my son goes to school out here with all these fucking rich ass fucking millionaires bro and every time they see my hat they're like oh so what do you do or what do you work i said i don't work they're like you don't work i said no i'm a barber (laughs) they said well is not that work i said not really i enjoy it you know what i'm saying like i'm having a fucking good time damn i'm getting paid a bunch of money to sit around and just run my mouth all day yeah. yeah you know what i
0: mean and that's why i knew you would be good at the podcast yeah. dude because you just fucking <laughs> dude, talking yeah. all day i could
1: talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about i don't give a fuck yeah macaroni and cheese bologna <laughs> sandwiches this fucking trident gum right here Yeah, we could go yeah. all night you know what i'm saying
0: hell yeah dude we, but, we got we're definitely gonna have to do this another time man yeah i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna definitely build this podcast up because guys we're doing two a week and it's it's not that hard to just hit up the homie at 11 in the morning be like yeah. yo what are you doing tonight yeah. chilling you wanted to do the podcast that's Ooh. about
1: what time we planned it <laughs> that's yeah. Good. yeah i was yeah, yeah it was. i was like shit i'm game yeah and the first so, thing you asked me what time you go to bed i said nine o'clock You're like, oh shit that's pretty early i said i'll stay up i'll stay up for you boo
0: hell yeah <laughs> that and that just it cooked up like that hell guys yeah. and uh but i've always had uh i've always kept an eye on 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 your growth dog. Yep. like and
1: i always you, watch you too i'm i'm actually i'm actually like like i actually feel uh like honor is like it's it's like a blessing for you to ask me to come like dude, it, even yeah, even if it's not man. like a huge podcast with millions of with millions of views or or listeners yet but but I know it will be because I just know what you do but just being here like next to the Honda like it's crazy bro because like this shit's fucking everywhere bro like <laughs> damn dude like dude, fuck it's crazy it, it's it's just it's surreal bro I it's tight it. it's really dude.
0: tight I appreciate it bro fuck yeah, yeah. Bro. Like, that means a lot to me dude yeah. because. We've uh, we've seen each other grow, mm-hmm. so it's it's so mm-hmm. it's so easy for somebody that's seen the growth from like two years ago to right, now. Right, they're right. like, "Damn, Downstar's blowing up!" But yeah. it's like if you didn't even if they didn't you know the fifteen before, years it, before that. It, yeah, yeah it you didn't know what I'm even, saying? Yeah, it didn't even exist, dude. And to be honest, I've told you this story before, but I you said that you didn't remember, it, but I did because <laughs> didn't you guys live in a two story house? We
1: live next door to a two story house. Okay, so yeah, I,
0: so it had something to do with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But me and uh i forget who it was maybe michael arroyo shout out to michael arroyo (laughs) but uh because we were kind of cool at that time and i think i was selling uh incense because i went to the swap meet and i found the incense for 10 cents each and we would always go to the ventura swap meet so um, that's when it was
1: a drive-in movie theater
0: was it it could it could have no that's the uh, oh
1: Shit. it used damn, to be a drive-in movie theater fucked up now right it's now. A, now it's now it's uh barnes and noble and all that shit you're right yeah.
0: damn that's another fucking yeah that's a, and i'm not even that much older than you my heart so like three years yeah yeah two yeah i'm How 33 oh yeah yeah so two years so dude my fucking Come heart on, bro. Get your shit together. right there dude <laughs> but it's just you, you, like, you fucking
1: blow up and you're selling both all over the world and you forget about your own town look at you bro
0: <laughs> but we uh so, I was selling incense because I got them for 10 cents. I was selling them for 25 <laughs> cents or 50 cents, something. That's great. I was going door yeah. to door. It was when I went to go, Um, I went to my cousin Stephanie's house, and that's probably who I was selling yeah. them with. And she lived around the block yeah, from right. where you
1: um, did. Yeah. What's Stephanie's last name? Rodriguez. Yes. she Did they have a camper in the driveway? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. The prowler. Yeah, hell yeah. 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 She was cool as fuck because she lived across the street from the other Stephanie. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, yeah, Kimberly. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That's yes. my homegirl right there. She's yeah. cool as shit. Shout out to uh, yeah.
0: Stephanie Kimberly. Uh, I hope a lot of people, hopefully you share it, dude. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I want. am going to share the shit of this, I bro. I want like, why people to listen yeah, to this as shit. as they should.
1: Because we're, look, we're, we're going to bypass the business here in a second and we're gonna get into the whole the whole high school spectrum so yeah well, we'll let me that's coming up so everybody me, go make your sandwiches now get your chips and get your sodas ready bro because we're about to fucking spill these beans
0: yeah it's a, it's about <laughs> to get crazy right now so i got these incense right i'm walking around the block knocking on every door i didn't give a <laughs> fuck dude i was a hustler dog i sold some if i made fucking three bucks we were gonna go back to steph's house and get some ice cream there it is when the ice cream Everyone's winning. By, yep. I was my grizzly you know and i remember when um we knocked on the door and you answered the door and i asked you and you weren't a dick or nothing you were cool you know but it was just like i was like oh shit that's like yeah that's (laughs) that's that dude he's fucking mad cool you know and then that that kind of brings us into uh into our high school days man so i i can tell you my perspective dude but i want i want to hear where you were at in high school
1: so i i think for the most part i was i was typically like i kind of was like a vanilla cookie cutter type like, what you think when you think of an athlete. You know yep. what I mean? Like, and, and I don't give a fuck who hears the who hears the, the podcast and, and who knows me. You kiss my motherfucking ass. Ain't no denying I was the coolest motherfucker on that campus Yeah, when I was there. Yeah. And, and that's not even trying to be cool because I'm 35 now, but I don't give a fuck how popular I was. But in general, I'm just saying at the time. You're outbunding yeah, right now. <laughs> at, at the time... I consider myself untouchable, you know what I mean? No, when you I, were fucking, yeah. that, and that's how yeah. I knew you. I like, knew
0: you as one of the fucking cool guys.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, I played football, I was captain of the football team. I, I, I had more females at, at the time than I knew what to do with, and I was everyone's friend, and I got along with the essays, I got along with the Samoans, I got along with the, everybody. Yeah. Bro. I was good, I was friends with everybody, bro, it didn't matter. But, yeah, it was fucking it was high school bro and it was it was fucking crazy but the sad part about it all is as much as a lot of people like to think that wasn't my peak <laughs> so really? sorry guys when you guys thought that high school was all i had in me damn <laughs> you no, know I, I, you know how people always are oh, that loser peaked in high school look at him now nah bro i'm nah, still going you know <laughs> what at this
0: point dude i really don't think anybody could even say that dude. Nah. and if they could uh, i wouldn't be around to even listen to him because nah. i don't when people start talking like that, I just disconnect. Oh, absolutely. No matter if it's yeah. you, and no matter if it's somebody yeah. else, dude, I'm yeah. just like, I know that. And person, I'm always talking dog.
1: shit, so there's plenty of times you had to disconnect from me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you were the man. I remember that.
1: Yeah, man. It was it was good times, you know. And I and and the thing that a lot of kids uh, probably in high school that were considered maybe like super popular probably wouldn't do that I did was I took full advantage of that. Yeah. And I actually milked my situation because, like I said, I was from my past. I matured maybe I was light years ahead ahead of everybody in my class as far as maturity. Yeah, like light years, bro. Like literally, like fucking light years. When I was a freshman, I think my eighth grade year, I fucked like twelve girls, bro. And from my junior high school, yeah, like light years ahead, bro. I was making out with girls and getting head in like the sixth grade. Like I was untouchable, bro. And I was fucking with older bitches too. When I was a freshman, I was fucking seniors. When I was an eighth grader, I was fucking seniors. Like I was ahead of my time, bro. Wow. Kids, if
0: you're listening,
1: take it slow. Don't be me. (laughs) Don't be me. Don't be me. This is where we put a a commercial of McGruff. (laughs) McGruff commercial right here. So, yeah, man. I mean, shit. I I, I just, you know, I I enjoyed myself. I I took advantage of of the things that I could take advantage of, and I milked the system, the high school system, for everything that I could. And what really sucks is that... um, you know, I, I, I took so much advantage of uh, being who I was at the time instead of being who I could be in the future. And I ended up losing out at the end of the day. Like, I didn't even graduate high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. I dropped out. I was like, football season's over. I'm over this shit. I don't want to get up fucking six in the morning every day no more. So I just stopped going to school.
0: How how much, how much did you need to not You don't want to know.
1: So was, okay, it? so was it two twenty five to graduate? I don't know the numbers. I, I want to say I want to say that the two hundred and twenty or two hundred twenty five credits to graduate. Right, my senior year, I was on track. I was one hundred percent ready to graduate on time. I was like two oh five with three semesters left, so I was gonna graduate. God, perfectly fine, bro. Damn, yeah, crazy, bro. right? Crazy. So how yeah. do you
0: feel about that to this day?
1: Uh, well, I'll be honest with you. Like any other person that probably fucking went down the same route as me. It's like, of course, you wish you could have did it different. But at the same time, like, I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, that was so many years ago. Who cares? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Lessons. All I know now is that my daughter's a fucking honor roll 4.0 student and my son's fucking hopefully going to do, like, three five three eight this year. So, nice. you know what I mean? Yeah. It. I know what I did. You know what I mean? Like and, I said, no situations yeah. don't define you. No, absolutely not. Like, I tell people all the time, everything that I do, it may not be you know politically or scientifically correct or to the t but it, i guarantee you it's going to be a stepping stone to my next thing you know what yeah. i'm saying so every time people see me out doing something just believe that whatever i'm doing is leading me to something bigger you yeah. know what i mean and that's how i mean you're the same way obviously i i know that already you know with uh i mean the Huffy talk was a stepping stone for the podcast yeah you know what i mean definitely whether you saw it at the time or not, that's what it ended up being. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and the next thing would be this is just
1: acting. So <laughs> like shit, and what is it jo- yeah, hey, They're John- gonna be looking for. A, they're gonna be looking for a fast twenty five guy. You know what I'm saying? Fast, fast twenty six coming in right here. John Robert
0: fucking. Powers, <laughs> Holler at me. John yeah. Robert Powers. Yeah, let's
1: make that happen. If you're out there, we're gonna fucking at you. We're gonna tweet you and all kinds of cool shit, bro. We need you. You need to come see these cars here at Downstar, bro.
0: At Rip, I'll say for my first acting gig, I'll do fifty-fifty. Yeah, whatever it is, fifty. Yeah, whatever fifty. And 50-50. then after 50-50. that, yeah. we'll negotiate because that's all I need to give me like a Skippy commercial that's or something. That's it, bro.
1: I'll be like, sing the fucking baloney fucking song, bro. Oh, this
0: is crispy. I
1: could I could be on like a Popeyes commercial. Yeah. Oh
0: honey, this is crispy. Mm-hmm. Damn, but I don't know if I'll sell out and be like, eh, yeah, you know, man. I can't do it. But I don't know. But, man. You, you know, know, it's growth. Yeah, Anything yeah. is growth. So
1: back to the high school thing. Um, I had terrible grades Uh, uh, luckily I was never never at one never at one point in time was I ever like somebody that people were looking for for college because they just knew that that wasn't gonna be my thing you know what I'm saying one thing I discovered at a very young age is I was never gonna be a student and I'd never be an employee yeah I knew that for sure you know what I'm saying it wasn't until I got older where I decided to actually be a student of like life you know if that makes sense some people will some people won't but there's I don't know. I'm, I wander sometimes. So sometimes I I start talking about something else, and I just you know my brain's just everywhere. School to me is just to see who can memorize the most stuff. Like you don't really learn shit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you're like,
0: you're taught to learn how to right. take and the, directions right.
1: And the the school system you know was built around uh, you know the what are those what are the, the 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 um the factories or the plants where they you know yeah. build cars. You know, it's everything's ran by a bell there. It's ran by a bell at school. They tell you when to eat, they tell you when to stand up, tell you when to sit down, when's your break. Like so school back when years and years and years and years ago was designed around that system. So when people got out of school, they could move right into working for these companies, building cars and doing all kinds of bullshit. And they're zombies. And you just whoever memorizes the most is considered the smartest. Well, that's not how that's not how the world works. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I I I I knew at a young age I was probably like an eighth grader or ninth grader. I was like, I'll never be a student. I'll never be a student and I'll never be an employee. Yeah. I just can't do it. I can't have fucking Joe Schmo fucking get in my face, bro, because I didn't organize the end cap the right way. I I can't do that. Got you. And I'm not going to punch a clock for nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just there's too many opportunities out there, and if I wasn't a barber, believe me, I'd just be doing something else that made that I was good at. You know, that's what I mean?
0: funny, dude. I always say that shit because yeah. it's like people are like, "Well, what made you get into bolts?" I said, "The opportunity, dog." Period. Like, come yeah. on, bro. If it wasn't bolts, it'd be something else, exactly. dude. And it's just like this, like podcasts. I listen to podcasts every single day. I'm damn near almost gonna start fucking rapping, dude, because I'm yeah. like I listen yeah. to rap every day. Like, fuck, yeah. I understand. The culture, I understand the business of it. Mm-hmm. I understand how. Oh, why wouldn't I just fucking do it, dude? Be a rapper. And it's just like be a rapper. Yeah. I'll just. I want to. All you gotta do is
1: be unintelligent and not how to, know how to speak very well, and you're gonna fucking go platinum, bro. Dude,
0: I can kill it, and I have a good <laughs> ear for music. Yeah. I can. I can get stuff that I can get the older crowd mm-hmm. to fuck with, maybe because I'll take some Wu Tang samples and yeah, I'll be like, yeah, yeah. "Ooh, that's just kind of yeah. groovy," you know? And there's like, "What's up with this dude?" He's like, "I don't know." He just like sold bolts, and then he said one day, <laughs>
1: he just woke up and decided to rap. You yeah. fucking build a studio in the garage. It's your life,
0: dude. You could do whatever the <laughs> yeah. fuck you want. That, You're that's not, the same way I feel. You don't have to be in yeah. a box. So it's it's whether it's cutting hair, whether it's selling bolts, selling Beanie Babies, selling mm-hmm. CDs. Like
1: mm-hmm. you know, it's it's whatever, dude. You you got to make it happen. The world is full of opportunity, and and what the problem is that nobody takes it. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not even no fucking. I, I'm not a no philosophical type dude and I'm not no Tony Robbins and shit like that but that, that, but it's, it's the truth bro like the world is full of opportunity and there's plenty of chances for everybody and it doesn't matter what field you get in or what background you have there's opportunity for everybody to do whatever the fuck they want to do if they just fucking do it just do it just, just do it bro I've I, I owned the barbershop for four years now in year one and two I was still scraping up fucking change to buy little Caesar's pizza for my kids bro And I had been a business owner for two years. Damn. Two years, bro. You know what I'm saying? And if you go back and look at, so before Instagram somehow got hacked and deleted, if you go back and look at our Instagram, like we're thriving, bro. We're doing really well. You know what I'm saying? But shit, it's not always about, there's behind the scenes shit that, you know, there's licensing, there's fees, there's, there's taxes, bro. There's a, there's a state board. There's a franchise taxes. It's crazy, bro. Yeah. Like it's crazy. People don't know. It's not easy. But you're doing it, man. Yeah. Well, we're good now. We're stable. We got a fucking solid team right now. And we're growing, you know what I mean? We're, we're constantly growing. I got people asking me if I want a franchise, but which I'm not really interested in doing right now, but I got barbers that are like, you know, hey, I'm moving to this state and my wife's in the Navy. She's getting orders to this state. You ever think about franchising and, oh, I want to go to this city. You ever want, you want a franchise and, you know.
0: Well, let me tell you this. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of the uh, detail company called uh, Chemical Guys yes chemical guys right i I know the owner his name is paul so paul um maybe about a year and a half ago two years ago whatever we went on or i went to the shop he showed me it and it just blew my mind, dude. Like, it was such a big warehouse and the operation. He's like, all of those are going to Amazon mm-hmm. and all of these are, and they're pallets and it's for the day. And it's just blowing my mind. They have a whole room dedicated to just YouTube and, and videos and, and marketing and all that. Yeah, You know, all that. And I'm just like, damn, dude, this guy is the fucking man. And then we went to dinner. He took me to his pat, And it's just like, this is somebody that I want right. to be. This is someone I want to be like. And just uh, in the last past year or so, he started franchising out, bro. Yeah, and you heard yeah. of uh, Detail Garage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Detail Garage is their franchise. Wow, that's so, crazy.
1: Yeah. I, I know a buddy of mine does barbecue over there. Like, every yeah, other, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking dope, bro. Yeah.
0: So um, they have, damn, I'm not sure how many they have It over 30. Mm-hmm. Over 30. I'll, I'll actually look it up right now. Yeah. Um, franchise locations. Is it all called uh, what, was it, what was detail garage? Okay, so they're it, all under detail garage. Yeah, so it's all under detail garage, and um, I'm just super, super honored to even know him. Right. You know, and we and we text, and we're like, oh, we got to go to to dinner one day or something, and that's like, dude, that's such an honor to be able to even have somebody that you can reach out to that's at that that level and it's nothing but inspirational dude because i'm like all he did was said fuck it
3: let's go. let's do yeah. it i
0: have We're i have the it. fucking i have the supplies i have endless amount of supplies the company's already marketed great why wouldn't we just franchise it we have a certain look and when you walk into that store you know it's branded dude it's branded. It's the, the, the checkered floor, the red walls and it's it's I know so exactly what you're nice, talking about. I haven't dude. been
1: inside, but I've been uh I've been in there a lot and I've seen do they have a lot.
0: So you have certain layouts because every place you're going to get is pretty much going to be like a, a rectangle or, you know, maybe an L shape or something. So you have a few, maybe 10 different designs. You're like, okay, we're going to open this uh, location in Dallas. And this is it. You find somebody to invest in, to, to do the franchise and you just go from there, man. From from what I'm looking at, I, it looks like they have 38 locations right now. Wow. Paul. Shout out to you, man. Yeah. Thank you for everything you've done, dude. Like, just the inspiration that you've given me is, is crazy. And uh
1: I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Yeah, and you never know when you're gonna find inspiration. Yeah. That's a th- That's the thing about it. It's 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 rare, bro. And not a lot of um not a lot of people I was dealing with throughout my life really inspired me to do much. And it wasn't really until um, I was at Headhunters, the first barbershop, when with the owner T. Yeah, shout out to T. Where like the dude was just like so well put together and it was so so successful that like you had no choice but to want to be like him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think everybody that went in
0: there, yeah, they, he just had such an aura of him, it, 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 that commanded was, respect, bro. It was mm-hmm. just you respected him. You have to. And uh, I remember, you know, like when I talk to my friends or something, you know, I'll I'll let the N word slip. Cause you know I'm with my friends and shit mm-hmm. like that with Mo or whatever. No disrespect. No, I hope nobody thinks I have a racial bone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in my body. You know, but it's like I remember being in the shop and then Mo's like, "Hey, Doug, like, try not to drop the M bomb." Right yeah, there. they take and that shit serious. And it's kind of like a respect thing. You know what I mean? Cause it's yeah. I feel if we're not at that level, if they're not, if they wouldn't be comfortable with me saying it around them, like I wouldn't just be out there oh, yeah, yeah, acting absolutely. ignorant because right. i know once i'm in there that i was in t spot and mm-hmm. i had mad respect yeah. for him Good and dude, still bro. still to this day every time when absolutely. i go in your, your shop you know i got respect for all my guys right there
1: yeah t fucking set the standard for a lot of barbers in oxnard bro oxnard winemi ventura camarillo definitely definitely a pillar in the barber community in Oxnard, in Ventura County, for sure. Damn, I haven't
0: seen him forever, dude. I hope he hears this, man. Shout out to T.
1: Yeah, T. He's out there doing his thing. Uh, attention to detail is his um, private studio he has a Thousand Notes now. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's what's One up. chair. Yep, just him. He still has the same pictures that he used to have in headhunters. The Jay Z and the, really? the Olympics and yeah, all that cool shit, bro. That's what's up, dude. Yeah, man.
0: That's cool. You never know, man. You never know what kind of impact you leave on somebody. Yeah. I know that probably T, he doesn't realize some of the impact that he made, like even just on me. Mm-hmm. Just it, it was like a good representation. Uh, right. of like a man yeah you know? like absolutely just, he's he's fucking he was a cool ass dude mm-hmm. we could all just relate and but he was about his shit yeah.
1: business oriented, family orientated he didn't fuck around i remember i went to pick him up one day um I, I i don't know why i always play this back in my mind because as funny as the story is and maybe so insignificant insignificant to so many people to me it it was like a big deal i went to pick him up one day from work he I just asked me hey can you give me a ride to work i was like yeah i'll get you he just lived down the street and maybe a mile from the shop. Nothing, not even far. So yeah. I went to pick him up in the morning. He let me come up to the house. He's like, "Come upstairs." So I come up to the house and he has his ironing board out. His clothes are on. His clothes are on his body, but he has an ironing board out and everything's ironed up. And he's like, "I can't leave you. I gotta do my dishes." <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like <laughs> that's so dope. Like he could have just been like, "Fuck it, I'll do it tonight or tomorrow." But this, he was like, "Yeah, I can't leave you. I gotta do my dishes. It's like three dishes." Cause he was disciplined. Yeah, wow. you know what I'm saying. So it's like, shit, man. Like. And as funny as that sounds, and as, as you know, like I said, some people are going to be like, fucking doing your dishes, Who gives a fuck. Natural. But, like, I don't know. It's just That shit still resonates in my head, like, all the time. That's like, funny. I'll be walking downstairs and be like, hey, go do some dishes before you leave. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It makes you feel better. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it. Do my dishes real quick. <laughs> Damn, dude. Uh, I let them pile
0: up sometimes, and it bothers me, dude. Yeah, it's frustrating. But uh, sometimes... Sometimes I'll just throw on a headphones or something and I'll yeah, just sh- sh- get to way. work. You know, Ash will, she'll be watching like fucking 16 and pregnant or something <laughs> like that. And I'll Friends be. reruns and shit. Yeah, yeah, you're in
1: there fucking busting suds. <laughs> I'll
0: be watching too, dog, because I don't mind, dude. Yeah. I'll just. I've always been a person that likes to like clean shit. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, whether it's an. That's probably why my engine bays are so clean, because yeah. I just like things to be nice and neat and clean. And, um, damn dude that shit got pretty deep man yeah that that's dope and i and i appreciate you you expressing that because it's uh sometimes we feel like we have to carry around this bravado Mm -hmm. you know and um it's you it's just from being where we're from you have to have your your guard up
1: all the time it's like it's it's, it's like walking into jail yeah you gotta you gotta be ready bro one thing uh one thing i've been dealing with my whole life bro is to this day and i still hear it now at 35 years old being you know a business owner and a father and ooh, what i hope that i hope i'm a family man i mean i put every effort into being a family man so i i hear it all the time bro camillo stuck up you know yeah he's, he's a jerk he's really yeah like people tell me that shit all the time wow like, oh yeah when i first met you everybody would tell me like you know don't work for you because you're an asshole and you're like you, you think you're better than everybody, and this, that, and the other, and it's like, so because I'm comfortable with who I am, and I'm not afraid to be me. Like I'll, I'm something other. I'm like I'm, I'm something other than what I really am. Like I don't get it's it. It's intimidating, dog. Yeah.
0: That's what it is.
1: And that takes and, um, us back to what weak heart and weak minded people, yep. bro. They can't deal with people that are okay with themselves.
0: Dude, even even my wife, like bro, she's she's mad intimidating, dude. Like, a yeah. lot of people don't fuck with her, yeah. you know, at work and shit. Because, you know, when you're at work, dude, you always have that person that's going to try to test you. Yeah, always. Like, hey, go do that. I'm like, nah, don't talk to me like that. You're not my boss, and yeah. don't disrespect me like that. You got like me fucked that. up. Yeah, you got me fucked up, and I've always been like that, too. And and that's one thing that you have to know is that, for one, you 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 give the utmost respect, always. The most courteous respect that you give to another human being because you expect that back
1: absolutely so i know we sidebarred crazy and we fucking went all over the map but i want to hear about your side of uh your your high school story all right, dog. Other than in the incense and fucking me not buying any for a quarter. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, so this wouldn't buy shit from me. So fuck him. I'm gonna fucking blast this on everywhere. World star, come in here, guys, yeah. jump on. <laughs> what if this was like some elaborate setup, dude? Be fucking crazy. Damn, that would be some yeah. fucking. That would be a world star thing. Yeah, that'd be
1: that'd be pretty dope, though. That would be dope for yeah.
0: about a week and then after yeah. that I'll be like, "Damn,
1: I probably shouldn't have did that." Cuz I wouldn't even care. I'd come back on the podcast. <laughs> like, so w- what would you think yeah. of that? <laughs> hey, so you fucked me up pretty good, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. You guys whooped my ass, man. That's pretty tight. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? So, what's next? So, what are we talking about? <laughs> so, about high school. Um
0: I was small, dog. I was really small. This at, is this I remember. Yeah, at the time I graduated, I could have looked like a, a really r- a really good looking eighth grader i could have i could have
1: male or female
0: it depends on what hairstyle i had because i used to have my hair long too yeah you know but um high school i really didn't have no friends you know i and and it's kind of like tilt the same to this day i mean I have a lot more closer acquaintances, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. in high school, it was just acquaintances. Like, I would right. sit next to fucking Johnny. Passer buyers. Something yeah. like that. If I didn't have the class with them no more, that was probably the, the end of our relationship. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, understand. So, um, I would hang out with, at in my freshman year, I, hang, I hung out with my cousin, Prep. So Prep and Joel, and those fools, those were like the OGs. Mm-hmm. Fonch, Crew, Dude, what up? Yeah, it's crazy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> those fools were the fucking yeah. slayers, bro. They used to get so much pie, Doug Marie Callender would Yeah, it was, be at, it was out of control. It was out of control. Yeah, dude. So um, I was with them freshman year. That's when I started kicking it with Chente because he kicked mm-hmm. it um, he kicked it on the, the right there in front of the cafeteria. So I'll kick it with them. And then uh, the next year, sophomore year, Chente was a senior. So I kicked it with him. So me and Chente have been friends since I was a freshman. Right. So that, I don't know how. That was probably in 2000. So 18 years ago, something like that. Yeah, it's been a long time, bro. Fuck yeah, dude. So I remember, dude, I remember um, when they had that shooting at school. Yeah, like I ran out of the classroom and I jumped the fence and um I jumped in Chenta's car and we went to his house yeah. and then he lived around the block so you could hear the gunshot. Yeah, when they smoked that dude. Um, but anyways, I was in the classroom because I was hanging out in the classroom because I didn't have nobody to hang out with. So have hung out with us?
1: <laughs> I wish I wished yeah. she'd just walked over to it, the stage where we were it, sitting. It every wasn't, day. Yeah,
0: it wasn't. It wasn't nobody's fault but my own
1: no yeah absolutely i understand and i if i
0: was the person that i am now i would have had not only the best um high school the best junior high i would have have had the best life you know but in hindsight it all makes you who you are right but i used to do stuff like that like i would be in the um the classroom maybe the teacher maybe he was a cool art teacher and he would let us watch skate videos Mm -hmm. during um during lunch. So I'd hang out there. I would hang out with, uh, this guy, Brandon, uh, Brandon Carr. And, um, I mean, we hung out with like some girls, like the cheerleaders, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Uh, Tiffany. Shout out to Tiff.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: And then uh, right there by the window, but it was just like w- once the bell rang. Pff, wow. We split. Like roaches. So it wasn't it wasn't nobody that yeah. they're like, oh, dude, I can't wait to see you after. Yeah. Like no one gave a fuck, bro. Was, when
1: the bell rang, we didn't really move.
0: That's it, dude. And we once stayed the, right there. Once <laughs> the the bell rang to go home, it was like yeah, um, I, I I don't even exist. I don't have nobody hanging out with me, walking home right, with right. me or shit like that. So it kind of made me um, have to get comfortable with myself at a young right. age because you. I'm like, damn, I don't even have no friends or nothing. And I don't even know what it was was, you know, yeah. and, it, and it's just some people they did have uh, they did have really good friends. And it's just like, damn, I wonder what what I did wrong or what. Maybe they were just mean kids or I don't fucking know, but it's something that I want to pass on to Christian and I'm teaching him everything I know now. So he goes into life like Mm -hmm. being a fucking cool dude, but not disrespecting anybody. He's being like the cool dude that everybody wants to be like, like you said, like you were, you know. But I just didn't have that courage when I was younger because I felt insecure. Dude, I'm fucking small, dog. And it's embarrassing. How am I even going to talk to a girl or something? Like, I look (laughs) mad young, you know?
1: So. um, Yeah, I think I I started growing facial hair like seventh grade. Dog, you're talking. I was like 27. I I tell people all the time, bro, I was was ahead of my time. You know what I mean? I was ahead of my time. I was probably born 10 years too early. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, everybody, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be back in one minute.
2: Yo what's up fool, make sure you check out Downstar for all of your dress up knees Get it poppin' over here. We have all the keys for the K-series, the B-series, the transmission, the mounts, the engine, the Toro, baby. We have the hardware for the seats, for the stereo. We got it for the speakers. We got it for the lug nuts. We got it for the air valves. We got it for everything, dog. So you make sure you hit us up at downstarring.com or you call us up, fool. You can even text us, lame. 818-937-3472. Just shoot us a text and tell us, what's up, dog. I need some car. Boss this bitch. Hit us up downstaring.com. Hey, and if you got an Instagram slide in our fucking DM at downstar. Wait, hit up the homie Frank underscore downstar. He's the one that takes care of all the DMs. Hit that level up and shoot him a message, and he'll get you all taken care of real nicely. I
1: was just and, and i don't even toot my own horn i was just on a whole different level yeah everybody all my peers you know what i mean
0: well uh, we're all experienced to it yeah but if you get experienced to it at an early age of course you're going to be further right. ahead right. so you just have to put into perspective everything and then the situations that you were going through and you just had the mentality like fuck it whatever mm-hmm. What? how much more worse could it get right you And know? that was like, always my attitude
1: like what's the worst it. that could happen like
0: if i've already been homeless what's next like fuck it Let's go. Yeah, I feel yeah, you, man. dude. But all those things, like I said, when I was in high school, um, all that made me who I am today because mm-hmm. it made me comfortable with who I was. Right. It made me kind of focus my energy on, you know, hustling. When I was started selling CDs, that I had to cook up that whole idea and I had to present it to my customer Mm -hmm. they had to agree i would have to make the product give it to the customer and they would pay me it was a business Mm -hmm. no matter the the scale or what have you it was a business and i think that i kind of focused on that because this was cool at least i had something to look forward to when i when i got home i even remember i would skate with dudes um and skate with them meaning like they would be in their skate crew and I would be like just skating by them, you know, not yeah. even really talking to them yeah, and yeah. shit. And it was But you
1: know that that that's like that that type of uh like being that type of person is just um a reflection of who you are now. Like basically like you're self made, you're self taught. You didn't need all those people in high school to be pumping you up to let you know who you were. You didn't need a bunch of friends around you that's probably the difference between me and you. I look for validation in everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I wanted people to tell me how cool I was. And I wanted all the girls to know how handsome I was. Like, you know what I mean? Like... Well, fuck. I, I like,
0: definitely wanted it. But it was just something
1: that I, I just didn't
0: it's get. It's different,
1: like, from... I guess it's it's different from wanting to be popular than, like, feeling to need to be popular. Yeah. that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, everybody wants to be popular in a sense of, like, well, I want people to like me. And I want to get along with people. I want to walk into the room and everybody wants to shake my hand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when you're, like, for me, like, I had, like, I felt pressured. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Because I had already presented, like, for for lack of a better, you know, just a little analogy. I've already presented a product, which was me. Yeah. And I had to deliver that product every fucking day, bro. And anytime time I didn't deliver that product, people were on me. Yeah. What's the matter? What's wrong with you? Oh, low out you're tripping again. Like, no, I'm just chilling. I'm just yeah. being regular. Like, Damn. You know, like, so every day I woke up in the morning, I had to put on the big shoes and the fucking red nose, you know what I mean? Basically, it's like the concept, like if you want to break it down. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's really the life of like a popular high school student, bro. Like, you're a fucking court jester, bro. And that shit's hard. I bet. You gotta, you, every single day, you have to resell yourself to a, a group of people, you know what I'm saying? You never know you, what's going to happen. No, nah, you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but do I regret anything? Nah, fuck, I had a fucking blast, bro. And it, like you said, it made me who I am today realizing that the things that I did didn't get me anywhere and, and I guess like humbling me, you know what I mean? Which like it didn't really humble me because, I mean, I'm humble, but I'm only humble to an extent, you know what I'm saying? Because in the back of my mind, it's like, fuck everybody. I got here without y'all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm humble to a point where like I'm not disrespectful, but also I'm also not humble because it's like, yeah, I did that shit. Oh, definitely. You know so I mean? did like, and that's yeah. fair because yeah. I
0: feel the same way about it. I, I don't disrespect anybody. I don't say anything like the. About how much better i am than somebody or what no no absolutely when it when it comes down to it dude like i built this shit i built this shit from the ground Uh, fucking up and nobody helped me with that shit and if anybody did help me with it they got they got compensated Mm -hmm. so they are uh they they are part of right the business Mm -hmm. it's 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 part business you know what I mean? There are certain people that have given me opportunities, but it was upon me to take those right, opportunities absolutely. and to um, execute yeah. those opportunities. So it's on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I've given people opportunities and they just fucked it off. Come on, man. That's and, a whole nother conversation, You bro. know, oh, my and goodness. I, and I'm just like, and I'm I just- I can pull out my
1: fucking Rolodex, all the people that I've not- Just before I say something that sounds unhumbling, I don't mean like I was going to set somebody up for life, but- Man, so many, I've given so many different people opportunities to be a part of whatever it is that I'm doing at any given time, whether it's barbering or anything, that people just don't take advantage. And that goes back to being people who are fucking pussies, bro. Dude. A bunch of fucking pussies right now. Seriously, around. bro.
0: Like I, I, like I was telling you, I was never the man. Right. I was never the man right. when I was little. I had to fucking eat that. I had to eat that. But I was able to manage to get to a position where I feel like I'm doing fucking good. Yeah. You know, and I get I get a certain respect from people and I fucking earn that shit, you know? And I've tried and and if you were around me, if you were my boy, I gave you an opportunity to come along with me. But don't try to fucking be even with me, dog, because I'm like i've put in this work i'm trying to help you yeah. out so this is your situ- this is your time to just humble down a yeah. little bit and be like fuck it we're gonna do it we're gonna do it as a team you think fucking uh ovo 40 you think he cares that he's not as well known as drake no like what the yeah. no because he's fucking on right. if it wasn't for drake he wouldn't fucking right. be on and, and if it was
1: for him drake wouldn't be on so it goes hand in hand but hand in hand same time you're, but, you're back here he's up you know what i'm saying Every big business or corporation and, and anybody in the music industry, you understand, they're, they are a corporation. That person, Drake, is not a corporation. You know what I'm saying? And, just, and, and, and if you guys want to take some time to look into it, you can look at your purchase ticket, do the research. Everybody is a corporation incorporated under the United States of America. We're all walking businesses. That's why they're able to charge us the taxes. But go look at that later another time. But Drake and and, and is the face of the corporation. Yeah. Now, he's not necessarily the CEO. 40 quote unquote could be the CEO of that corporation, but Drake is the face of that corporation. You know what I mean? That's just how it works.
0: However it breaks down, there the Drake can only do so much. He needs Absolutely. he needs a team. Yeah. And that's what building a business right. is.
1: You have to build a team. Uh, it has to be a strong team for the business to be successful.
0: And just because you're the quarterback doesn't mean that you're not the wide receiver isn't yeah. important but right. the wide receiver has to know that it's going to take orders from yep. the quarterback but the wide receiver should know that the quarterback knows the best yeah. decisions for everybody yep. to grow
1: really good pain i mean uh not pain manning uh goddamn uh what's uh goddamn patriots uh uh eli manning no the dude that k- tongue kisses his son uh <laughs> what's his name Tom Brady Uh, yeah Tom Brady bro Tom Brady. Brady. shout out to Tom Tom Brady Brady, doing white things yeah hell yeah bro kissing your son tongue kissing your son on the fucking massage table but anyways (laughs) people Always. always people always go bonkers about how good of a quarterback he is right and how he's able to make all these crazy throws and all that but how is he able to do that one he's always had like the best lineman in fucking NFL fucking history bro every year he has the absolute best lineman you know what I'm saying so with with the lineman giving him the time and making him able to make those throws, he's he's turning receivers that nobody ever heard of into fucking Hall of Famers, bro. And it's the same with any corporation. Any corporation, you got the CEO who is the Tom Brady, and you got all your employees underneath you that are building the business are your linemen, bro. But that's just
0: not gonna work yeah. unless everybody knows their position. You have
1: to have exactly. And when you know your
0: position, you have to be the fucking best at it. This when is you, this is a fucking boat, dude. Like you don't have to be the one steering the boat to make sure that the cruise goes accordingly. No, you
1: don't. No, you don't. Look at Terry Crews on fucking Blended Family. He was the fucking best fucking event coordinator ever, bro. <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie, you're fucking missing I've out. I've never bro. seen it. Blended. That. That's just hilarious. Terry Crews plays like a Jamaican fucking guy and on a. It's just fucking crazy, bro. He's fucking out of control. But you but, know, you know what I yeah. mean, dude. I, yeah. I I don't think
0: I've ever even put it like that. But I was just so disappointed in some people's egos that they just couldn't let that go, and we could just all build together mm-hmm. and. Of course, I'm going to be the head of it because I put in this fucking work, dude. Yeah. I put in this fucking yeah, work. bro. Since I was a child, yeah. I've been putting in this work yeah. hustling. There's
1: pictures of you in high school wearing Downstar shirts that you made. Hell yeah, dude. So you, it's been around 20 plus years, bro.
0: And if I had if I had a homie that was on some shit, say say like the guy that I was talking about, the chemical guy, say mm-hmm. say I didn't do downsar anymore, and he reached out to me like, yo, dude, I want you to come run one of these stores over here. I'll pay you this much to move. And then I'll be like, Fuck yeah, dude. I'm not gonna be like, Oh, I had a business before and you yeah. want me to work out one of your friends. No, yeah. I'll be like, Fuck yeah, dude, like, let's, let's do, do it. it. Because I don't care if I'm not the fucking man, you know, if I'm if if I I want to be on this ship. If I want to be on this ship, I have to contribute right. to it and yeah, now I'm a part of this ship. Yeah. But no, nah, man, I I feel like I deserve everything that I have and um I've worked I worked really hard for it right. and I've gone through a lot of stuff behind the scenes that a lot of people don't know. And, um, it's, it's just life. It's my life. And that's what Mm -hmm. I have to deal with. I have to deal with, you know, um, a lot of other issues rather than just selling, selling bolts or selling parts.
1: Yeah. A lot of people don't understand the, the complexities of being a business owner, bro, and working for yourself and having, and I mean, shit, bro, (laughs) you're a fucking business owner, bro. And you travel across the fucking globe, you sell your products across America, across the country and across the world. I mean, fuck, and you have a wife and you have a son. Like, just, that's just not easy, bro. Yeah. Like, I know we said this in the beginning, but I'll fucking say it a hundred more times. It's not easy. Yeah, it ain't easy. Nah,
0: dude, you're you're definitely right. And I was just, I had to make a lot of changes this year. Mm-hmm. I've made so many changes, and we're today's probably the best day ever because today I've already experienced the life up to here right, you know right, what right, i right, mean it's right. not like yeah. i regret anything yeah. we're fucking full steam ahead as long as me and my immediate family are good mm-hmm. that's all that matters dude I, everything else i'm the is, same way bro it's secondary you know I say the same shit all the time cars could break fucking it doesn't matter dude i don't yeah. care whatever dude whatever i am tell my happen. lady all the time who fucking cares
1: <laughs> like, whatever oh i told so and so i was gonna be here fuck who cares don't go Yeah. You don't want that motherfucker, nothing. You don't want to go, don't fucking go. Because they wouldn't do that shit for you. (laughs)
0: That's it, bro. (laughs) Like, fuck, dude. You feel me? I say that shit all the time. One thing I
1: hate is when people, like, just in general, like, I don't give a fuck who you are. When you just go so far out of your way to try to please somebody that doesn't give two fucks about you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, my birthday's coming up. My birthday's October 2nd, right? I went out and I got I, I rented out the um the Channel Islands Yacht Club just down the street from here, right? Yeah. I gave the lady my deposit and everything. Boom, we're ready to roll. I went out and started looking for caterers. I went out and got um a baker for the cake and I started buying decorations and ideas and I went online on Pinterest and looking for all the stuff I wanna do and then literally, literally two weeks ago, bro, I'm in the shower. You know, I mean, this is the part where all the ladies cheer. I'm in the shower. <laughs> ladies. Oh, uh, there we go. So I'm in the shower and I'm just like And I'm, like, leaning on the wall like they do in the dramatic movies when you just lost the fucking championship game and you're letting the water run on you. And he has a beard, guys, so the beard, just picture the beard just soaking. The beard's, like, down in my nipples, bro. It's fucking, it's (laughs) the real deal. So I'm just sitting there, and I I literally, like, just turn around in in the shower, and and I grab my soap and my fucking loofah because I'm cute like that. And I'm just like, man, fuck that birthday party. Like, fuck that shit. Like. I don't know about you guys, but I have constant, ongoing conversation with myself every day. That's just what I do. It's who I consult. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes life easier on me. So I just tell myself, like, what the fuck are you having a party for? Like, You're gonna go out and spend. Now, granted, the spot to rent was only 500, which I believe is extremely cheap. You know what I'm saying? Wow. it's very cheap, and it's a good size spot. It holds 100 people in the in the main area. Has a bar, has a foyer, has everything. 100? That's
0: a lot. That's a small wedding.
1: Yeah. So for a birthday party, I figured that was a good size. Yeah. But so. I'm like, why am I gonna go and spend five hundred dollars on 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 the place, and then, I mean, shit. Let's just say rough estimate, maybe a thousand on food. Yeah. Feeding a hundred people, even though it's gonna be a first come first serve thing. But then, and then I'm gonna do I'm gonna get do a one hour open bar that's gonna be like three or four hundred bucks. Yeah. Right. Then I'm gonna spend what with the decorations and and everything all total maybe another thousand. I'm talking about everything. My yeah. Outfit. Yeah. You know, my girl, my kids' outfit because it's gonna be kid friendly. I was gonna. Love yeah. Because going to be the evening. It's gonna be from six to eleven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I said, why am I going to go out and spend $2,000 to invite 100 fucking people when I only fucking like 10 of them? <laughs> like, honestly, that's that was my legit thought, bro. I said, why the fuck am I going to spend $2,000 on 90 f- f- people that I don't give a fuck about? Yeah. Like, that and that don't give a fuck about me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point? And see, that's where I feel like a big problem comes in in everybody's life in general, like, no matter who you are, what you do, everybody wants to please everybody. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and uh, you know, no disrespect to my old lady that I'm with right now who I love and I cherish and takes excellent care of me and treats me like a man, like a woman should. You know what I'm saying? But uh, just brief, I'll just talk my ex. Like, that was an issue that I always have with my ex. She's like, you're always taking taking care of worrying about everybody else. You're always dropping everything you're doing with us. To go help everybody else, go change tires, go give people gas money, go pick somebody up from here, and and, you know what I'm saying. She's like, but what about us? Yeah, what about us at home? You know Uh what I'm saying. Yeah, and and you know that was something I had to overcome. You know, and and, you know that relationship ended for other reasons, but you know now in my current relationship, it's like i always, (sighs) like everything I I do is always like us and we. You know what I'm saying, and and that's something I put emphasis on because. Like I said, bro, people, like, get caught up in, in um, trying to, like, please everybody, bro, and, and look a certain way for people. Like, I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, fuck you, you see me all the time walking <coughs> around, bro. Like, and I, I'm in, like, a fair, uh, uh, some raggedy shorts and a t-shirt. I yeah. wear the same thing every fucking day, bro. You probably think I didn't have clothes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I wear the same outfit every day. I have, like, 17 pairs of the same shorts and 200 black t-shirts. <laughs> that's all I wear. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm comfortable in. And people always you know they make their comments and they think this and and i enjoy going places and people looking down on me like i love that shit like oh look at this fucking all these tattoos and you know i have a facial tattoo which isn't huge for people out there it's just a small tattoo on my face but you know tattoos on his hands and it's like "Eh, fuck you guys bro you don't know who i am you know what i mean but people want to please society in general just wants to please everybody bro and i don't like that shit like you have to do what's right for you, bro. Yeah, you're definitely
0: right, man. And I think at um at a young age, like I said, I had to get comfortable yeah. with who I was. And I just grew into that. Yeah, I was just
1: who I was. Back to that, I, I, I didn't even touch on it. But I meant to mention earlier when you were talking about how in high school you didn't have friends and all that. Yeah, And I kind of said a little something. But what I was trying to say was is that you were just proving to yourself and to everybody else that, you didn't need anybody else to validate who you were. That you knew who you were, and you were comfortable with who you were. You may not have been comfortable on a level I, I was. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm cool. I go on stage and play all the games with Q1047. I'm chugging yeah, two yeah, liters yeah. and doing burp competitions. Yes. But you were comfortable enough in your own skin that you didn't need to go out and seek anybody's validation. Like you're you're perfectly fine with being who the fuck you were, bro. And that's why you are where you are now, and you're and you're so successful now because you don't need. Like, you don't need 10,000 likes to know that you put out a fucking great quality product. Yeah. Because you understand that. You know the time that you put into your product and and the effort and, and the love and care that you put into your your company. Whether it's the fucking, with the little black things that you, that you put on the engine that we used to use for wristbands okay. and softball. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, whether yeah. it's those to your hats, to your shirts, to your bolts, to the, those, I don't know what those plates are that have the DS with the star on them. To All that stuff, like <laughs> you were actually there on the line, looking at the product, looking at the digital product first, making sure the 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 graphics are done right, like like you're doing that on your own bro and 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 that's something that a lot of people can't say they've done, you know what I mean, a lot of people have needed somebody to hold their hand through the process and to put them on, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and that goes back to to just you in high school, like you didn't need anybody, bro like you're perfectly comfortable whether you were like you were just comfortable being with you where you were. Whether or not you were super happy where you were, is yeah. different. Yeah. But no one's ever, and, and you're a teenager, you're never really happy with who you are. And that's just the facts, bro. Yeah. Like, as popular as I was, I was fucking miserable at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew when I got up in the morning, I had to put the fucking smile on and go entertain fucking 800 kids at Wyoming High School. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Fucking stupid shit, bro. But you did it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know, bro. It's just... Like, I don't know, you being able to be on your own and spend that time by yourself is like a huge deal because that's where I am in my life right now. Like, I don't need people's validation. I don't need likes on my Instagram. I don't need nobody telling me nothing. I don't need people calling me like, you're the best barber I've ever seen. I don't give a fuck what you think about my haircuts, bro. I put out fucking great haircuts, bro. And I know that because of the time that I put in to to being good at my craft. You know what I'm saying? My mentors, you know, like I said, T, somebody who I still to this very day go through and look at every one of his haircuts on Instagram and fucking inspect that shit and see how it looks and do his are his angles like mine do i what do i need to do to tighten my shit up you know what i'm saying i'm always watching fucking youtube videos of barbers bro i've been doing this for five years and i'm still new at it yeah you know what i mean like there's always room to grow
0: fuck yeah dude that's that's dope man and uh i think that's probably why we get along so well is because we just we're we're very like-minded you Mm -hmm. know um whether we've gone through uh the same things or not it was maybe different different levels and different times in our lives you know because like right now i mean people would say that we're we're popular you know i go to a show now yeah right yeah Yeah. now you know you go
1: everywhere you go everybody knows you like you know it's crazy like i said where i wander a lot and things pop into my head and i just speak on it so what's crazy is was so for you guys listening that that know Downstar that follow Downstar you you may have just caught on recently to the to the you know riding the coattail but this dude's been large out here for years and what's crazy is like I always knew that Downstar was big out here right like I always knew this is this is some years ago it's four or five years ago like you were already national right yeah but in my mind I was like he's so big out here he's huge you know what I'm saying but it, I didn't really actually grasp how big big you were until we hired a barber at the barbershop that like was telling this fucking this mythological story of this fucking car guy bro and like how fucking cool he is and he's like the dopest car guy on the planet and i was like yo this guy's fucking crazy bro pull his fucking instagram up and it was fucking you bro <laughs> and i was like yes up. bro i said that's my homeboy fucking frank bro that's that's fucking downstart i said he comes here all the time he's like he fucking comes here bro no way fucking introduce me bro Shut yeah up. it was fucking alex bro oh, remember alex shit. yeah
0: yeah bro up his alex? fucking
1: panties were wet as fuck when he found out you came to the barber shop bro that's fucking hard yes dude, dude. like and, and that was crazy like when i thought about that i was like this is this is bigger than i think it is like and I never, in my, so just so you know, I never once thought, like, you weren't big. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's like, you don't realize, like, how massive it is until you actually have somebody coming in your face. Because, you know, I see you all the time. Yeah. We interact all the time. Every week, every two weeks, whatever yeah, yeah, the case yeah. may be. where We always have a conversation. And whenever I see each other, it's all, it's always love. Yeah. And it's always motivation. And we always, we bounce ideas off each other. And we talk about what, you know, things we've been doing to keep each other going. And it. And that you know, I respect you for that. And, and it's crazy because that's just like, for instance, like when you're losing weight or you're exercising, you don't notice the changes, but yeah. everybody around you does. So me being so comfortable with you and knowing you for so many years, I didn't realize Globally, how fucking big Downstar was, bro. Yeah. And so I had to legit oh, go in and like Google the Downstar company and like read all your articles. And I'm like, this is a fucking real deal, bro. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Dude, so thank you, Dad. And I tell people all the time, like, oh yeah. Like, I was telling my girl earlier, she was like, what are you going to do at the work? Because, you know, Thursday, she was supposed to come to the house this Wednesday, we're going to do our little thing or whatever and kick it. Because, yeah. you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, hey, look, I'm going to be home, but I'm only going to be home for like three or four hours. I'm finna go with Downstar and do yeah. some shit. She's like, what's Downstar? Said, you don't know who fuck Downstar is? <laughs> And like, I started getting this long spiel, and I'm like, we're FaceTiming. She's like, you can't just tell me that he sells like nuts and bolts? I was like, oh, it's not that- see, it's not that easy. It's-, it's-, it's more complicated than that. Damn. But, yeah, bro, it's like. That shit makes me feel
0: good, yeah, you know, dog? Because even speaking about Alex, yeah. I ended up meeting him, and he was fucking cool. Yeah. And then I was just like, yo, this dude's fucking This dude's fucking cool. I want to give him a sticker. I, hey, would you rock a sticker? He had a big-ass yeah, Downstar yeah. sticker I remember that. on his car and um yeah we we went to shows together and yes, shit like christian remember. even remembers yeah. him you know alex is cool as fuck
1: bro yeah alex that. is cool as
0: fuck i like shout, alex shout out to alex man and um that that just i guess my quote-unquote popularity it comes at a good time because i'm mature yeah. enough to be able to take this on right and to when i go to shows when c- people come talk to me i'm like dude i'm fucking just like you dog. you know sometimes we we'll even exchange numbers or yeah, something hell yeah. like that dude yeah. i do that shit like how many the people fucking could fucking say they
1: have downstairs number in their phone like, that's crazy bro yeah dude like think about it
0: and it's just they fucking hit me up or whatever and i have so yeah. many good uh, good uh relationships with mm-hmm. people and it's just because like i feel like that if I have this attention, I want to be able to give you a good experience.
3: Right, absolutely. I want you to have absolutely. a good experience. Yeah.
0: So when when you say like, because if you you were like, oh, I want to meet Downstar, and you meet me, I want you to have the best experience yeah. ever, yeah. dude. Yeah, you know? that's memorable. I, yeah. I want I want you to be able to think like that dude is more than what i thought Mm -hmm. and i want to support the company more. absolutely not not just because i want to have a bigger business but it's just i want to keep pushing this message forward dude
1: yeah i feel you know and that's one of the main reasons why i never had a problem like like when you were coming out like with your very first snapbacks at headhunters in your shirts like like at the time you're selling for like 30 bucks people were like 30 dollars for this i never heard of that I bought one i bought I buy like three or four, yeah, obviously you know I, you gave it to me at at your at your price, which was a few dollars less than thirty dollars, yeah, yeah, yeah. but nonetheless, like I don't have a problem like and that's 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 the thing bro like you've given yourself so much value that you created on your own like it's like not a lot of businesses do that bro there's a lot of businesses out there that have no value, you yeah, know what I'm saying like a lot bro, and you've created value for yourself by being who you are and like proven like you're you're already proven you're 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 tested you're tried you're you're proven bro like there's absolutely no question in my mind that like fuck bro like i don't even know like you're proven like you there's this aside from just being better at what you do and and offering more services like you already proven yourself yeah you know what i'm saying i kind
0: of i kind of feel like that too mm -hmm. you know I, i i kind of feel like that if i tell somebody something they don't write it off they no, say that's okay. something that they have to respect that
1: and yeah. and, and then whether or not they choose to agree with you or not it's either their loss or their gain you know what i'm saying because a lot of people out there that think that they know more than you, <laughs> you know yeah. what i'm saying like oh well he did that why we could do 10 times bigger than that no you can't because you ain't they ain't you you know what i'm saying that's that's what i wanted yeah. to put value in the company exactly for yeah. because you're not
0: downstar you are not me this is we can we can sell the same yeah. exact shit same exact shit but cut, it don't matter cut price go ahead that's that's you're not me. well think
1: about this bro like in my field I, I do haircuts i sell haircuts right Haircut barbering and prostitution two of the oldest professions in the world oh shit <laughs> yeah right selling pussy and selling haircuts <laughs> so why is it that i'm able to cut more heads in a day than the barber next to me I maybe not be more talented, but I present myself. I sell a better product. You know what I'm saying? And I've proven throughout the years to be more reliable, or whatever the case may be. That makes me a better a better product. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I'm a better product than the person next to me. Not to say that the person next to me can't cut just as good as hair, but I'm a better product. You know what I'm Cutting saying? Cutting hair is not
0: everything. There's no, more. Not.
1: There's more to it. No. Did you see my story uh, the other day? being a barber no. only being a barber is only 30% of being a barber is a haircut.
0: Oh, I did see that. Yeah. I did see
1: that. You're yeah. right. The other 70% is fucking being on time, being reliable, building relationships, maintaining your tools, mm-hmm. updating your equipment, staying up with the trends, you know what I mean? Like the haircut is only 30%, bro. Building a relationship is like 45%. You have to build a relationship with people and that's the same in your business. You know what I mean? All businesses, to me, are, like, more or less, like, the foundation is the same, bro. You have to build relationships with people. You know what I'm saying? And people have to know they can trust you. People want to see who's behind Downstar. You know what I'm saying? People want to go up to shows. They don't want to show up to a show and see fucking some random guy that can't even name the number the kind of bolts you sell he's just a a guy that you just pay hourly they don't want to see that shit yeah yeah yeah. they want to see fucking downstart bro when it
0: very well can be absolutely i can have somebody in in every uh, any other company any any other
1: company would have done that long years ago yeah years ago bro any other company would have been like fuck it uh what's your name oh hey you're hired so yeah you're, you're hired gonna, guess what I'm gonna be paying you for your hotel and your food you're going to New York for three or four days bro cause I've been to yeah. so
0: many shows and I've walked by so many booths and seen these companies that in my mind they were very big companies yeah. and seen their their smaller setup and seen their representation yeah a bunch of clowns running the booth bro like they don't even greet me yeah. And then, then they'll see, like, oh, oh, hey, what's oh, up, it's man? Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. nah, fuck you, dude. Don't talk to me like I'm fucking Downstar, dude. Yeah. I'm fucking Frank. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm Frank, dude. Don't put that shit on me. Like, you treat me how you'll treat anybody else, and how you treat me is you're just ignoring me. Exactly. How are you going to do that? Yeah. So that makes me think, like, well... No matter how big their company is, no matter how many units they move, they're not me no they don't have that' so that's the
1: thing is doesn't nobody can be downstar and that's just the raw truth bro nobody could be downstar because you're downstar
0: you can you can have you can have diamond you could have the hundreds yeah. you can have but supreme is supreme period I don't care what the shirt's made out of I don't care how easy the print was i don't care that's thirty percent of it yeah. That shit yeah. is thirty percent of it. Yeah. The rest of that shit, that's supreme. Yep, and that is what I've always wanted Downstar to be. Yeah. that's why we don't have sales. That's why I don't, you don't see it at every shop. That's why you don't see us having like blowout deals on this yeah, 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 or yeah. that or. Yeah. I remember, we,
1: I, I remember the only sale you do is a Black Friday, Bolt Friday, it. right? Yeah. Bolt Friday, yeah, yeah,
0: and that's it. And I always stuck to it because I know that if these people spend their hard-earned money mm-hmm. on our stuff. Some people spend their last. Hell yeah, dude. They spend like so much enthusiastic money with us. Car
1: enthusiasts, bro, that they will spend their last.
0: So they get all their shit, and then two weeks later, it's 25% off for Memorial Day.
1: Nah, fuck that
0: you know yeah. how upset are they going to be they're going to be like man because in reality the all that product is worth if it was 100 bucks it's worth 75 bucks now yeah because you keep bringing the price down bringing the price down so if you sell apparel i understand you know clearancing out old designs that's mm-hmm. what you got to do you seasons know but and still that go. Yeah, yeah seasons got to go but even supreme's got that well
1: did you see that thing and it was i think i believe it was louis vuitton every season they burn like four or five million dollars worth of purses really because they don't believe in sales they're like we're not putting our shit on sale we're gonna fucking burn it dude (laughs) you're gonna pay full price full price what we have we're just not gonna buy it i have a vision for what i want downstart to Mm -hmm. be
0: all i have to do is show the vision to everybody else that's it the visions in my head already so however big the company is is only as big as i think it can be right so no matter how anybody feels about the company right now i feel like i'm steve jobs in the garage (laughs) absolutely no that's how i feel dude yeah i agree with you and i'm still on my grizzly dude this is podcast number five bro this is podcast number five. Earlier you said six, but who's counting? Is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Podcast number six. Edit. Tick, tick. Yeah. This is podcast number six. And in maybe three years from now, yeah. this could be like some crazy yeah, ass Absolutely. foundation of the Absolutely. podcast. Why yeah. can't it be, dude? It
1: should be. It fucking should be, yeah. Because, I mean, like I said, everything has to start somewhere. And this, this podcast could be the step stepping stone for the next one bro the bigger and better you know what i mean just something
0: dude just to something to spread my message mm-hmm. you know because i want people to know that i've been there i've been in those positions where you feel like you don't have anybody yeah. and uh no disrespect to anybody that is but i don't mean it in like a suicidal way i just mean it as you're realizing it at a young age you know that mm-hmm. that you just have yourself
1: No, oh, yeah at the end of yeah. the day well, and that's another thing I, I figured out young, bro. At the end of the day, nobody gives a fuck about you. Like, no, Your mom and dad love you. Your aunt and uncles love you. You know what I'm saying? Your brothers and sisters love you. But at the end of the day, nobody gives a fuck about you, bro. And, and you got to take care of yourself. You know? yep. I mean, that's just a sad reality. People are sitting up here all day and they're thinking like, oh, this, that, and the other. Like, They don't give a fuck about you either. They don't give a fuck about you. If I worked at fucking Lowe's and I got in a car accident and died, somebody's going to take my place tomorrow. Quick. Yeah, the has got to keep yeah. growing. They don't give a fuck, bro. They don't give a fuck. You have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of your family. You know what I mean? Yeah, and do something for yourself. If I don't give a fuck if this podcast only reaches five people, all five of you motherfuckers that hear this shit do listen to this something shit right for now. your fucking self, bro. Yep. Like pull your little fucking nuts out and go do something. Like get the fuck off your ass and go do something. Become who you want to be. Not who you have to be. Does that make sense? No, hell yeah, dude.
0: You have right. to take care of your responsibilities. Yeah, man. So you have to do what you have to do. Yeah. But after that, don't be fucking around. Mm-mm. Go do something else. Put Bro. a couple hours in a day towards your
1: craft. When I was when I was working at Headhunters and and I give I fucking tip my hat to the headhunters, barbershop the staff and and uh and and T the owner. I, we may not be seeing eye to eye today or be where we were Five, six years ago, because of things that happened in the in the past. But I, I tell you, bro, I have more respect for that dude than than almost anybody I've ever met. You know what I'm saying? Because he took me in, in a in a time when I had nothing, he took me and gave me something. You know what I'm saying? Made me feel like I was somebody. Yeah. But like you have like I was working at Headhunters, bro, and Headhunters wasn't doing bad, but it could be doing better. But at the time we didn't have the means because of a certain situation I'm not gonna touch on somebody else's personal that i can't speak about unless yeah. i have permission but so i knew that i had to do something better because it was me and i have my kids you know what i mean and, and uh you know when, when i when in the beginning when my kids were born i was in the army and i was doing my thing and when i came home i wasn't really active in the life at first it yeah. took me like two years to really get into a groove with them you know what i'm saying it's, Two kids I had really never met before. Because you weren't with the mom anymore. No. Okay. So it was weird because it, I didn't, didn't even know my fucking kids. You know what I mean? It's so strange. But anyways, I would work at Headhunters. I'd go in at 9 in the morning. We'd get off at 6 at night. I was a new barber, so I didn't take many days off. And I tried, I tried not to leave early if I could. I would work at Headhunters all day doing my thing, making money, or just hanging out with the fellas talking shit. And then after... I would go driving around the city with my fucking flashlight looking at Fort Lee signs on buildings. You know what I'm saying? And I'd drive around to like midnight, one in the morning, go to Denny's. At the time, I had an old ass iPad and I would Google, go on Craigslist and I would Google um, realty for rent. Really? Yeah. And I would just be up all night, bro. Wow. Because I was like, I was tired, bro, of, of, uh, Because, you know, I wasn't ever really an employee. Being a barber, you're not an employee. You're self-employed, private contractor, whatever you want to call it. You work for yourself. You just rent your station out or whatever the case may be. But I wanted my own. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted to provide on a level that I have. I wanted to do something on a level that I have never done before for two reasons. One, to prove to myself that I could. And two, to prove to everybody else that I could. You know what I'm saying? So I would leave. And then I was driving, going to a funeral. And I seen um, a for a rent sign up in the barbershop that I'm in now on C Street, the Barber Lounge. And I, in the middle of traffic right there in front of the people, I just pulled a U-turn, skirt the tire and everything, pulled over, jumped out the car. And this is what this is what I mean when I tell people to stop acting like bitches and go out and do something for yourself and make the fucking thing that you want to happen happen. Whether it's fucking be, making fucking brownies or whatever the fuck it is you want to do, T-shirts, screen printing, whatever the fuck it is you want to do, do it. I made a U-turn in the middle of the street, and I called the number. Hello. It was a Mexican guy. Hello, my friend. Uh, I said, <laughs> hey, look. I said, hey, what's going on? I see you have a uh, building right here for sale. Uh, I told him the address. He's like, oh, yeah. Um, somebody's already got a uh, thing on there. They already put a deposit down. I said, okay. But are they, are they renting it, or are they just interested in it? He's like, oh, well, they, they gave me some money for it. And I was like, okay. Did they pay the whole thing? Like, I, I need to know what's going on. Can you meet me here right now? he's like uh no somebody already to put a deposit i said i understand that somebody to put a deposit on but i would like to see the building you know what i'm saying and mind you i'm on my way to a funeral you know what i'm saying yeah i mean my fucking all black everything he's like i can meet you at i, I don't remember the time it was like 1 30 at 2 o'clock and yeah. this is like 11 o'clock in the morning uh-huh so the whole time i'm at the funeral i'm like fucking tapping my foot i'm like looking at my watch checking my phone you know what i'm saying did i miss a call like yeah you know so i and i remember we get so after the funeral's over they have the wake, you know what I mean, yeah. and they had it at like the Elks Lodge. I pop in, I shake a bunch of hands, and I like, oh, I'm gonna use the restroom, and I dip out. I'm yeah. gone. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm gonna go meet this fucking landlord. This guy's name Jose, and we pull up, and he shows me the building, and he like walks me around, and asks a bunch of questions, and he tells me a bunch of answers. And at the end, he goes, "Oh, but you know, I've already promised it to somebody." I said, "Okay, you you keep telling me that, but you're showing me the building, so obviously it's not promised." promised you know what i'm saying yeah so he's like oh yeah they're gonna open up a karate dojo and they're giving me this i said okay look bro here here's the thing i want the building you know what i'm saying i want to open a barbershop shop up here yeah i want to sign a lifelong lease with you whatever i can do with as many years as i can if we can come to another an agreement on the money oh but this then there i said okay i'm gonna give you so you you're asking for x amount of dollars for deposit plus the first month's rent i'm gonna pay 90 days rent right now and i'm gonna give you the first month deposit today if you give me 30 days from today to set up my business okay i'll get the keys like just like that bro so it's like fuck it you know what i'm saying shut like, up yeah like damn like fuck it bro you know what i mean like just do it like you know what i mean like and it's crazy because then i would work at headhunters all day and i would go there late at night i'd get off at like seven or eight at night i'd go to the house i'd feed my kids put them to sleep and i'd leave and i'd go back to headhunters I mean, to the barber lounge. I remember when bar- you guys were setting it up. Yeah, and we'd be putting chairs together, and we're having beers, and we're talking shit, and we got the music up loud, and we're, like, wow. pulling up carpet and scraping off fucking glue from the floor and just getting dirty, you know what I mean? Damn, you're like the real-life Ice yeah, Cube. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get home, like, at 2, 3 in the morning, and I'm up at 6 getting my kids ready, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if there's something you want to do, just do it. Like, yeah. stop being a bitch about it, bro whatever the case is if you want to if you want to make a brand new fucking popcorn line gourmet popcorn just fucking start making popcorn bro like figure it out yeah dude guys like, think about it like this okay i have a pack of trident gum
0: right here Mm-hmm. okay so the, what you need to do to figure out this Trident, you need to figure out where to get this type of packaging, right. where you need to get the gum. Correct. Because you can. There, I'm, I guarantee that there's a wholesale gum fucking place Absolutely. that you go and you like, I want peppermint. Yeah. Which kind do you want? For, peppermint 415. Okay, boom. Yeah. We're going to put it in this. This is what I want my foil to look like. I want it to have the the, little, the yeah. pattern of Trident. Okay? And that's it. Then you get the cellophane. It's all of this shit to make products, to make anything. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking
1: ingredients,
0: dude. Yeah. Figure out the fucking ingredients. And you know, what's
1: funny is that the person that makes Trident probably makes 50 other gums.
0: Exactly. And what <laughs> it is, is fucking yeah. the Rothschild, the, 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 yeah, bro.
1: the slow one, he yeah. runs Yeah. He absolutely. runs all the gum of yeah. the world. Yeah, he's not tripping. He's just that's doing it. his <laughs> thing, bro. Yeah, the fucking gum lord, bro. That's
0: why gum doesn't even change, really. Nah, gum but, is always the
1: same. They why? try to get tricky and add a little strawberry flavor it's all bullshit bro. okay
0: so if you can make a, a gum taste like strawberries right yeah. you can make it taste like a plant yeah. like a mint you can mm-hmm. make it taste like a pineapple right why can't you make it taste like a food why don't more things taste yeah, like
1: food that's true well the reason because then america wouldn't be fat no more and then there'd be no money in in, in the business dude we can go we can switch it up and go to this right now let's do it fuck let's america this. is a fucking piece of shit when it comes to the fucking food industry bro i'll tell you that right now my when i was in the military they were giving us fucking breakfast loaf what is that i don't fucking know bro shut it up it was a loaf of shit that they would drop in steaming hot water for five or ten minutes pulled up and make slices of it and serve it to you so supposedly it had like potatoes it had eggs it had a meat product in there and potatoes, everything in tomatoes. a loaf yeah Beans, <laughs> yeah, it was a it was called breakfast loaf bro is that where your name came from T- hey do you want to know where my name came from yeah. i can tell you right now it's um, very simple and easy shout out to all my to all my younger friends bro that that i've known for years matt lee mike lee takara fucking britney you know if you guys ever run across this fucking you little fuckers know already uh, this shit came from me hanging out with the McCowans fucking the baller click running track as a kid my name's Camilo, right? And they yeah. used to call me Camitloaf. Oh, so they shit. were making fun of me. At the same time, they didn't know they were branding me for life. You know what I'm saying? So Damn. it went from Camitloaf to meatloaf to loaf. Like it just evolved over the years. Damn, you think it's ever gonna hit low? Ooh, what if it hits? A f- <laughs> what if?
0: <else? laughs> oh, it's my boy in the yeah, house. Like, like <laughs> just, yeah. everybody safe.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you know what I mean. Like shit, it's on its way, bro. I yeah. think I think names are gonna be switching up to sounds
1: pretty soon, dude. <laughs> Why not? I got a friend on Instagram, his name is well his name is whatever it is, but in between his two names is T H T instead of THAT. So we always make fun of be like Barber, like like Frank Downstar. Yeah man, fucking the thing is, bro, in life there's winners and losers, you know what I mean? And the only reason why the losers are losers is because they choose not to be winners.
0: Damn. That's fucking You know what I'm saying? That's a deep one. And like. that's just
1: the truth, bro, and I'm not even trying to be cool or sound like I know some shit cuz I really don't. Yeah. Cuz I know a lot about a little and I don't really know much about anything. <laughs> Damn, you sound like yeah. a player, dog. <laughs> nah, I'm just, it, it, it's just the this just the raw truth, bro. Like the only difference between somebody who's considered a winner is that that the person got up and did something about it. You know, and the person that's a loser still thinks you know what I mean? Yeah, just thinks about it. They want it more than they work for it. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, dude. You just gotta yeah. go do it. And who cares
0: what anybody else says, the fuck, bro. You don't. If if they're not paying for your bills, if they're not like making, if without them your life stops. Like, mm-hmm. no, dude. First of all, you need to get away from that, yeah. whatever that uh, quick, situation. Quick is. fast and in a hurry, bro. If, if you have yeah. a bad relationship, if you have money that you owe yeah. somebody, or you take care of everything where you're on and your a own. Relationship doesn't slate. just
1: mean friends. I'm talking about boyfriends and girlfriends, husbands and wives.
0: Everything. All that shit gotta go. Everything. Whatever it is, whatever's toxic in your life, that shit has to go. And you have to go down a new path. And you have to drive down that new path. And f- life is different from that yeah. point on. Absolutely. 100%. You have to shed these people. Shed, yeah. th- shed these these neg- have to. negative people yeah. in your life that don't appreciate the person that you are. Yeah, and you have to hold your standards high. There's, Dude, there's nothing wrong
1: with that. For every point that we get to, I have a story, bro. Hell yeah! So check this out. Do you remember what maybe well a year or two ago when we we're doing the hip hop nights at Casa Lopez every Thursday? Yeah. All right. So Casa Lopez is the local downtown spot that usually only does like Mexican style venues, but we would do a hip hop night slash college night. Where they would let people in, you know, that were college age with an ID and stuff. You know, we're trying to bring in a new atmosphere, a a new demographic into the city to party, you know what I mean? Yeah. Aside from, because, you know, downtown Austin don't really let people party. So I would go every Thursday night because our name, the Barber Lounge, we were a sponsor. So we're involved in it one way or another, financially or whatever the case may be. So me, usually always Mo, you know, shout out to Mo, Aaron. M-O-B-A-R-B-R in the license plate you know what I'm saying <laughs> Mo- at Barber. Mo Barber 08 at Mo Barber 08 on Instagram what follow I his Mo. work one of the dubest barbers in Austin. Um so we would go every fucking Thursday bro it didn't give a matter of the scenario of the situation we were there every fucking Thursday right and I would buy because I, I, you'll know why in a second I would buy two or three bottles a night you know what I'm saying the owner would give me a, a good deal which is not really even a good deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm still paying two or three times market value. But for the price he quoted and then what he gave me, I was okay, cool with it. So I'm going out every weekend, every Thursday, and I'm spending four or $500 a night on Thursday, bro. Right? Damn. Yeah. Then from the club, we literally would just walk 200 yards to the barbershop because, you know, it's that close. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. We yeah. Would, and we would after party. Uh-huh. All night until 4 or 5 in the morning, bro. Right? After, like. I know this is going to be way too long. It shouldn't have went on this long. But after like two months of doing this, I started. I know it's so fucking long, bro. But, I, but man, it's just so fun. You know what I mean? Like just being in that atmosphere, bro. Like I feed off that shit, bro. Wow. Yeah, it's just crazy. Just being in the atmosphere, bro. It's just like, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm, a, I'm a real independent, codependent type person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I and en- I fucking thoroughly enjoy being by myself. Like, fuck everybody. But at the same time, I feed off of people's energy so much that like. You know, I I enjoy being in the atmosphere. You yeah, know, I tell people, I tell my old lady all the time, oh well, you know, it's gonna be good just to be in the atmosphere. And she's like, oh, here we go, with your atmosphere. I'm, like, no, I'm just saying like, you know, like the energy, everybody's, you know, what I'm saying it's gonna oh, be an atmosphere. Yeah, you know just like,
0: like going to the salsa festival, yeah, bro. Or it's just, just good to, to be go. in the atmosphere. You yeah.
1: know, endorphins and all kinds of weird shit you never heard of is flowing. It just feels good to be in the atmosphere. So, I was doing that every week, right? And uh, it was it was the Halloween uh of the last Halloween before they shut it down two or three years ago and uh that's when I had first invited out my girl who I'm with now who we've been together for two years uh I had invited her out to come with me right and this was like an audition
2: yeah you know what I'm saying? Oh, Cause shit.
1: she didn't really fuck with me and she knew the type of person that I had been and the type of person that I was and you know, you know I'm coming low bro a lot yeah. of people you hear that name you are like oh fuck this guy you know what I'm saying you know so it was an audition bro. And it, I, I think it went pretty well. So after like two weeks of us, like seeing each other here and there, she asked me, she's like, why do you go to the, why do you go to the club every Thursday? I was like, it's fun. She's like, yeah, but do you ever look at the people you're with? I was like, yeah, my friends are like, are they your friends? I was like, "Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, they're at my table. They're drinking my drinks. I are like, yeah, they're at your table, drinking your drinks. You're buying everybody drinks all night long. I was like, yeah, but I'm having fun. She's like, yeah, but you're, you're spending $500 a week. Like, what's the point? i was like oh shit <laughs> like what's the point like you know i started thinking about it, like damn really so check this out so the next week i go i buy no bottles right everyone's tripping on me bro oh look he got no bottles he acting funny tonight uh. so the next week I, I just never went again after that shut up I never went again after that it's like well fuck i was i i didn't even realize i was so caught up in in like the atmosphere that i didn't realize i was just everybody was just standing with their hands out just using me bro so like just using me you know what i'm saying Using me, bro. I tricked off a few thousand dollars, bro, off nothing. Yeah. Nothing, bro. Didn't get nothing out of it. Well, you know got I mean? a good lesson out of it. I definitely got a good lesson. But that just goes back to what I'm trying to tell you in the beginning was how you grew up. You didn't need that type of validation. You know what I'm saying? And I got sucked into to believing that that type of validation made me feel like I was doing something. You know what I mean? In reality, which I really wasn't doing nothing but making myself look like a fool. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Tricking off all my money. What the fuck? Yeah, like, who the fuck does that, bro? Nah, no, you're, you're huh, you know definitely right, dude. Yeah,
0: it's crazy when you come to those realizations because it it makes you face situations that you that you knew was real, but you just didn't yeah. want to fit, face yep. it. You know, yep. and I've faced some of those this year, and it's just it, it feels like
1: it needed to happen. It 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 does, bro. It does. It, In order for people to grow, like those type of things have to happen. You know what I mean? And now. Like I've changed so much just in the last year that it's crazy. Like people like like people ask me all the time, like, damn, are you good? Are you good? I'm like, I'm fucking great. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking great. Are you good? Yeah. Like, are you okay? Like I still see you in the club every week, bro. Like, what's your bank? What's your bank really like, account kind of looking like? You yeah. know what I'm saying? What and mean? I don't mean that disrespectfully, but I'm just saying, like, it's expensive to keep up, bro. Mm-hmm. It it really is. You know what I mean? So
0: Um I mean, I always think that too. I think that if I was um if i was single and had yeah. this situation would i be out at the club spending money on bottles because when i was younger that's what i wish i could have done i wish i would have yeah. you know done that kind of yeah. baller lifestyle but would that, i i'd be doing that or
1: but you know what's funny is i would probably dm you and be like yo stop bro yeah yeah i got a homeboy that's that uh was in the army and he just deployed recently and he was like while he was on deployment he was spending all his money on buying jordans online gucci belts and shit like I the end, I'm like, well, "What are you doing, stupid? Like, yeah. save your fucking money, bro. You're gonna be home soon. Buy a house. Buy a car. Yeah. Buy your girl a ring. Marry your bitch. You know, uh, your <laughs> girl. My bad. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I always do shit like that. I'll, I'll DM you quickly. Hey, bro. You slow the fuck down. You know what I'm saying? Trust me. I've been there. I've done that. Yeah. Go out two more times. <laughs> Get it out your system. You know what I'm saying?
0: No, I feel you, dude. And it's it's one of those things like when you never had it, you always oh, yeah. would want it. Absolutely. But I I just and sometimes I think about the things that that I'm interested in that i that are materialistic i know that it's not going to change my life and it's not going to make me a, a better person it may make more people attention It'll to me you feel better though but yeah you know it it's it's superficial yeah. but i want to get my lamborghini that's my thing yeah absolutely as you should but if that's what you want, go fucking get it. But I know that when I do get it, it's not gonna change who I am as a person nah, nah, or anything. Nah, nah, it's nah. just gonna be like that mo- I can mo- take money
1: only money only makes you more of what you already were. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know you've heard that hundreds and thousands of times from other people, mentors, and clients and shit. But it's true, you know what I'm saying? And that was uh a struggle for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I was already spending money like crazy. Now, I'll I just be honest. With you, just between me, you, and the hopefully the future 100 million people that hear this podcast. Wow. I was, I was spending between ten dollars and $12,000 a month, bro. Wow. On nothing. Shut up. Nothing, bro. Damn, that's cheese, bro. Nothing, bro. Wow. And this is in 2016. Like, on nothing. I had absolutely nothing to show for it, bro. A bunch of fucking clothes that I didn't wear and shoes, bro. All the Jordans.
0: That's wild. Dude. It's
1: fucking stupid, bro. Like
0: today, have you heard of the website called StockX? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, damn, do you buy from there too? Yeah. Am I the fucking only one that's scared to buy from there?
1: No. Well, um, it started yeah, like, off you know? with Ash. She bought me a Supreme backpack. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. Oh, and speaking of which, my homeboy has a brand new Supreme backpack right now for one fifty He's letting go, and uh, I think we can get it for less. What color? It's black, and it has like the like the the things on the side. i like, want me to show it to you.
0: Yeah, show I'll it show it to you. Me. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so she bought me that backpack and she put me on to StockX. So today I'm on there and I was just thinking like, oh, I want to look up some kicks and just reasonable kicks, not mm-hmm. no Red Octobers or something like that. Huh. Just something reasonable. And I was going to get those uh, Chuck E. Cheese uh, Yeezys, uh-huh. the, uh, the Wave Runners, because I-, I think they kind of look fly after a while. I don't know if it's because I'm a dick rider or whatever, but <laughs> <laughs> either way. And then I was thinking about... Oh, damn, that is a nice one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe
1: because I. Uh, you need these too. Oh, damn. Just regular Hanes t shirts with a Supreme bag, bro. He's
0: showing me the uh, <laughs> Supreme plug.
1: Yeah, shoot. Hey, so anybody that's, that wants to buy like Supreme and uh, what was the other shit? Like Pinnacle or, or North Face and what, what There's another one or Palace. Check out Thread Push um, on Instagram. Uh, shout out to my homeboy Sherwin on uh, the Thread Push uh he's also self-employed doing his own thing he got the yeezys and uh, he got all kinds of shit check him out dude i
0: gotta i gotta hit him up
1: thread push that's his instagram name you can look him up shout out to my mans i hope you get to hear this bro
0: hell yeah but what i'm trying to say is that i was on the website and i was thinking about some shoes and i was thinking how i always wanted those ygs that came out Mm -hmm. you saw those the um rebox the red and white rebox and they said they have like some kind of um the um bandana print Or something. Yeah, I just yeah, thought yeah, they, yeah, were, yeah, yeah. they were they were dope looking shoes. I seen
1: somebody wearing those and they, they weren't in the barbershop. I said, you going not slob ass <laughs> shoes on. <laughs> he, he, he was like, Hey man, not disrespect. I was like, hey, come on, man. Give you a hard time. But yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs>
0: They're crispy, dude. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted those. So I checked them on StockX and they were like 160 and retail was like 130. I'm like, dude, 30 bucks. I spend that shit on gas going to gas, the mall bro, and gas, just fucking, you know, because yeah. I drive like an idiot, dog. Mm-hmm. I'm on sport mode on that bitch all the time. <laughs> I'm on <laughs> but, sport bro. mode on the <laughs> oh three tahoe
1: should be smashing <laughs> that's yeah funny, but i have um, a spending problem bro yeah you know that's just the sad truth and it's on shit that i don't need it's on shit that i want you know what I'm saying because money can't buy your happiness shit <laughs> you, i'll be damned if i'm happy every time i buy some shit <laughs> yeah the, that shit wears yeah. off dude. oh yeah absolutely absolutely but and you know i'm just, just talking shit but yeah
0: it's it's when yeah, you
1: have. uh i think
0: true happiness is Being who you are and being proud of who you are. Absolutely. And working towards being better every single day. Absolutely. Never settling, but still knowing and being grateful for what you are and what you have.
1: I agree 100%, bro. And
0: just like you were saying with your your children, like how you want the the best for them Mm -hmm. because that is your responsibility. They're here because right. of a decision that you made and yep. you, you have to take a hundred percent My son's here because R. Kelly
1: uh made on um, you know the Jeep song. What was it? Uh, two Toot Toot. Can Ooh. I get a beep beep? Yeah, that's oh, that's, that's what we made out son of my, yeah. out of all the songs, yeah, dog. It was that one so many work? better songs, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you remind me of my Jeep. My bad. I'm retarded as fuck. Yeah. You remind me of my Jeep. It's is the middle of '02. I thought you were yeah. fucking to yeah, the nah. remix to Ignition. <laughs> <laughs> it's the remix to Ignition. The the and mama yeah, That's no. a funny one, dude. But anyways, yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right, bro. Yeah. Just,
0: um... Yeah, guys i know it's it's easier said than done you know maybe you're not the best looking person but fuck it dude who cares you know cares it's what? just that's you be what you are visually will disappear or be more attractive right right, right, right. with your personality absolutely because absolutely. i've met people that were um you know that i thought that they were somebody <laughs> that i would like to be around, All right? And once I started speaking to him, I'm like, damn, this fool's a fucking lame, bro. Stupid as fuck. What the yeah. fuck? It was. Fucking I guy can't even tie your shoes. What you am what I doing? I mean? yeah. And that's probably comes about how. When I meet somebody, I want mm-hmm. them to have the best experience. The best experience because bro. I want them to think like, damn, that dude is fucking he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is a, it's a that if you want to call it a business, I listen to the podcast with Andy Forsella. It's the MF CEO. And it's the it's not a business podcast, it's a life podcast. Right. It's like you're the CEO of yourself. You know, I'm selling you, I'm showing you my genuine self because I think that a lot of people would appreciate genuineness no matter if you agree with each point or not knowing that the the what you're getting is mm-hmm. a genuine package
1: yeah that's rare right nowadays. Absolutely, it is a lot of people just you know a lot of people are um hiding behind an an image bro or a, a reputation you know what i mean whether it's a business reputation or you know somebody from the streets or whatever the case may be a lot of people aren't who they are bro and and man this podcast is fucking everywhere huh we were, fucking, nah, it's all we were everywhere good, dude this so,
0: is somebody's gonna want yeah. to this, bro, sit down and listen to this absolutely and if you don't
1: sit down listen to this and you know what, you're a fucking idiot bro because we're <laughs> and, and broettes because we're gonna fucking change your life with this shit right here. this is touching yeah. a lot of points so, man instagram facebook snapchat all those shit have fucking ruined people bro yeah ruined people i'm not saying they ruined people's careers i'm saying as a whole in general has fucking ruined society, society bro has made people fucking stupid as fuck, bro. Have people are living fake fucking lives, bro, because they're worried about what people think about them. Isn't that fucking crazy?
0: Yeah, dude, dead ass. I know Good. that shit firsthand, bro.
1: Dude, people are people are fucking at home. There's somebody at home right now that's fucking miserable because they only got four likes. Yep. And I know pictures that. that
0: would delete the picture
1: because it didn't, it didn't have enough have likes. Mon- yeah, of likes, <laughs> and no, they save that picture. Knock for it later. off. Knock it off. Look at. I have, so I have my barbershop Instagram page, I have my personal Instagram page, and I have my business Instagram page with my all my haircuts, right? I posted a picture on my Instagram the other day of a haircut. I got 38 likes. I was like, hell yeah, 38 likes? Hmm, that's not bad. I'll take that for a day. I posted a picture yesterday of like a little weight loss thing for myself, you know, where I've lost like 40 pounds? Yeah. 220 fucking likes, bro really hey fuck you like my haircuts <laughs> like you know what i'm saying i don't give a fuck about my face being skinnier and my my beard being longer yeah like my fucking haircuts bro because that's come what along I'm, with my journey that's what i'm saying and that, that i don't know people bro just get caught up so caught up in in likes bro it's like i don't know bro there's this fucking picture that's out right now that's fucking crazy as fuck bro and it's a girl uh no disrespect to the ladies this is just the way the picture was made i had nothing to do with it you know i love the ladies you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know l <LL>. l <laughs> you know no, <laughs> no i'm just playing i love you baby i know you in case you hear this podcast I <laughs> vanessa i love you don't no, don't don't hurt me when i get home Aye. but um there's a girl in the picture being portrayed and she's on her knees doing the uh prayer hands and as she's looking up in the sky you know the little um, like icons are like orange with a with a yeah. heart in the middle. Those are falling down upon her, right? And then behind her is like um, a YSL bag, um, some fit, some slim tee next to a champion sweater with some Yeezys. That's crazy, bro. It's like it's fucking mind blowing because that that tells the story of of young, not only young but older people. That tells a story of people's life on on social media of what they what they want people to see. If you look at my if you go at any given moment right now, if you go look at the with two E's, the underscore underscore Milo 42 Instagram, and you see my Instagram page, you're going to get a raw deal of who I am and what I do with my family. There's the pictures on there are me eating food, me with my kids, me training my son, me at football games, me at softball games, me at basketball games, me with my old lady and her two kids. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you go look at my And, 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 and there's no point in time on there. Do I do anything that's out of character of who I am? You know what I'm saying? Because I don't give a fuck, bro. Like I don't give a fuck about how many likes I have. My Instagram page is, my personal Instagram page is solely there just to show people that I'm still alive. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like now my business page, I'm posting haircuts on there. You know what I mean? Not as much as I should. You know you know, Sidebars It's just a little hard Juggling my personal And my professional life With Instagram And social media It's just a little difficult You know what I'm saying You know that Yeah. So if you look at my haircut My barbershop page Or my person, my business page It's all haircuts All haircuts And videos of me cutting hair You know what yeah. I'm saying Because that's That's who I am On that page is I'm a business person On that page If you go to my personal page You're gonna get a peek At who I am But you're not gonna get to know Who I am You know what I mean I just i'm alive i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing i'm out here living my life like don't think that i'm something that i'm not and don't there's there's never a picture where i'm out there posting me doing something like crazy because i don't want that to be the image of who i am you know what i'm saying yeah like i want people to look at me on my instagram page and be like it's a good dude right here yeah i mean this dude right here is doing what he's supposed to be doing and it takes work It takes oh, yeah. work on your end. To, Absolutely, bro. To make people feel that way. Absolutely, and you know what? And then I I enjoy that people probably see my Instagram and social media and probably still think that I'm a piece of shit because like I, I enjoy that you know I I encourage people to think that about me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, fuck, bro. I think what, Please think I'm a piece of shit so that when I prove you wrong, you could feel even stupider than you're already going to. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And, and like I say all the time, I'm better than nobody. I am absolutely fucking better than nobody, bro. I'm absolutely equal to every single person walking on this planet. The only thing is that I, at one given time or another, I took more advantage of a situation I was in than the next person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Me and you are, uh, your success isn't measured by my success and I don't measure my success off your success. We're, we're equal as far as who we are as humans and as men. Yeah. The only difference was is that you pushed harder. When at certain times, at a certain, you yeah. pushed harder, and your vision was stronger, and your will to win was stronger than mine. When I was when I was growing my business, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was still a little weak minded and weak hearted at the time, and you weren't. You know what I'm saying? Which takes me back again to the high school thing, where you didn't need nobody. You know what I'm saying? I still needed validation, bro. You know what I mean? And, and that's just that's just the raw truth. Like I still needed people to push me. You know what I'm saying? Not hold my hand. But push me, you know what I, mean? I, I I fed off the encouragement. Yeah. You didn't need that. You yeah. knew what you wanted. You knew what your goal was, and you fucking did it, bro. And whether you not exceeded it or not, I don't know. Because I, me personally, I don't know what your goal was at the time. But I'm going to assume that you probably exceeded far more than what you ever thought you would right now.
0: Hell yeah, I'm dude. saying
1: today, right now.
0: Right now, if I was to go back to 2000, 2009 when mm-hmm. I started the business, I never...
1: Oh, 2009 is when he probably got his license, but he started the business in like
0: 1999. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's in 2001. That's when I used to sell the CDs in 2001. And I actually told that story on the podcast that just happened before this one. I was chilling in the garage and I was just uh, talking about good times, you know? Yeah. And then I also told the story about how me and uh, Ashley met ah i gotta get approval right <laughs> now
1: i got no i'm playing <laughs> dames and games yeah that's
0: right that's right i gotta get approval from her um, to release it to see if i'll release oh, yeah. it but i think it's good dude because uh, there
1: you are again looking for that validation uh, no, I'm with you. <laughs> just Kidding. she ash. loves
0: me really guys jk ash <laughs> <laughs> but yeah dude it just uh I don't know. I think that that's that's a really threatening kind of th- kind of thing when mm-hmm. personality that somebody has. Right, right, right. When you talk to somebody and you realize that, damn, this person is really genuine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, if this person's not really genuine, then this is really kind of crazy ass person. No,
1: yeah, like this motherfucker is crazy. Yeah, I've had I've had multiple people um, come to me over the years and say, hey, man, you know what? You're a good dude. You're a big inspiration. And I have come people tell me, like, you know, and I can't be associated with somebody like you. And, and it's just, like, how the yeah, fuck like, did that? Well, excuse how? me. <laughs> like, my bad for being me. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck yeah. you. I don't give a fuck.
0: And I guess that's one of the best things that uh, that you can be is just to be yourself. Yeah. Because it, it just feels... And it's also so the hardest thing about. to be. Yeah, it is. A lot of people
1: don't know that. For those of you listening out there, it's, it's not easy being you. I, it, but nobody else can do it. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: No, you're right, dude. And and just just because I say that I know what I have to do and that doesn't mean that it's easy. It's fucking hard, dude. Like I get attacked at least once a week. We get attacked from, from somebody just disrespecting our product yeah, of course making a post about us or yeah. whatever and i'm just like damn dude what the fuck did i even do i didn't yeah. i didn't do anything Nothing. wrong to anybody you don't have to do
1: anything people are just going to be unhappy because they're weak in the mind of them weak in the heart yeah they're weak souls bro they're just weak individuals
0: and it and it bothers me because i know that this person is going through a lot of shit for them yeah. to take out their anger on yep. me a stranger yeah. because i probably have the life that they would love to yep. live but they see me uh, they see some weakness in mm-hmm. in me that they think is a weakness maybe it's because i'm i'm small or whatever you know maybe they see that and like what the yeah, fuck is that? nice this? soft-spoken yeah. all we
1: could take advantage of we could talk shit to him yeah fuck you yeah you know, what I'm saying? You
0: know and, and it's just like dude i, I feel sorry for that person because they don't even know that they have an issue, yeah. but they have an underlying issue. Maybe yeah. maybe their uncle from Mexico came and they had... <laughs> he
1: brought some rusty bolts and their fucking steering wheel <laughs> fell off. Who knows? Something you know what
0: happened, I mean? dude. You know, something <laughs> in their child.
1: Speaking of steering wheel falling off, shout out to my man Richard Thompson. His steering wheel came off last week in traffic. You know what I mean? Shut the fuck yeah, up. Lexus. How the fuck did that happen? His shit was stripped out, bro. He was making a U-turn the fucking wheel popped off. Shout out to my man Richard for making the U-turn and saving himself, bro.
0: <laughs> wow damn that is crazy bro but that's but yeah
1: here's the thing though is, is that when people are that upset like all, all, if they just reached out to you and spoke to you all, they could probably kill all the noise bro hell yeah You're just did all that shit right there on the set i had a guy or a girl whoever it was going on our um the barbershop uh yelp yeah and like fucking destroyed me, bro. My character, like, just destroyed. Didn't even mention the haircut. Didn't even mention he ever came to the barbershop Nothing, bro. He. I don't even know who the person was. I have a good idea, but I'm not gonna say Joey's name because I don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. We can edit that out, right? <laughs> no, but I'm just playing. No, I. We we really don't know who it was. Obviously, yeah. there's a lot of speculation and people say things, and I get phone calls and that's that. But like. So somebody legit went on our on our Yelp page, bro, and put a Yelp review up and said, Don't ever visit this barbershop. The owner, Camillo, is a woman beater. Like, crazy shit. Shut he, up. Yeah, he's a woman beater. He beats up his... Like, dude, just like... I, I don't know, bro. It's crazy shit. And when I read the shit, like, I had to pull over in traffic because I was like... I was, like, in shock, bro, that um, another individual who obviously knew me or knew of me uh, was that upset with who I was or who I may have been or who I am or something that may have done in the past that they would go on and try to uh, and tear down something that I spent everything that I ever had in my body. on building bro. Like, Like I worked myself building that barbershop up to days where I didn't sleep bro. And I'm not saying that nobody else hasn't done that, but I'm just saying Yeah. Like, the fuck? Like, I put my entire existence, any dollar that I ever saved in my life, is in that barbershop, bro. You know what I mean? Like, and I didn't get a loan. I didn't get a credit card, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Wells Fargo's not going to call me in the morning and be like, yo, we're shutting you down. That's not going to happen, bro. I, I own that fucking barbershop, bro. That's my shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for somebody to go and just attack me like that, like bro, I was like, what? I pulled over in traffic, bro, and put my hatches on and read the fucking message like ten times or more, just over and no over way. and over. And I couldn't believe it, bro. And I called my girlfriend at work and she couldn't pick up the phone and I was like, Yo, I really need to speak to you. And I was like, Yo, I can't believe that somebody out there is this upset with me that they would go onto my business page and say these things about me that could potentially damage my business and Ten other people that work with me, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like their families, their kids. Yeah, and so she was like, "I read it to her." and She's like, "That's so crazy." She's like, "You know, obviously we've been together for some years, and she knows that that's not the type of person I am." You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not gonna sit up here and try to defend myself because I have nothing to defend. But I'm not beating up no fucking females, bro. Yeah, like that's just what I'm not doing. Like you're looking across the table at me, look at how big I am, bro. Yeah, I'm fucking. 5'10 and some change 270 pounds I don't need to fucking beat on a woman bro yeah you know what I'm saying like but anyways that's beside the point I love y'all females mm, y'all motherfuckers is beautiful <laughs> but I just couldn't believe bro so you know I responded to the message I said hey man you know what I don't understand what you could be so upset about that would make you go and just like bash my entire character like that publicly for everybody to see when I I have no idea who you are your page is like a made up name. You know what I mean? If there's an issue that that's that, if you have an issue with me that that's it's that big, please you can come to me on a personal level. Don't attack my business where I have 10 other people who I work with on a daily basis that have to feed their family and try to make us look bad, bro. That's yeah. defamation of character, bro. And it's just, it's just unnecessary. Uh-huh. If there's something you need to speak to me about, please reach out to me. And I put my shop number and my, and my cell phone number down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Boom. I went to the barbershop. I told everybody, hey, Everybody go on the Yelp page and look at the yes, last review. Just know that that's not what what's going on here. And I apologize that somebody wouldn't have did this, right? Well, I ended up, I didn't even know about it. I ended up having people that I never met in my life report that fucking comment, bro. Report it to Yelp. And I got an email like 30 minutes later. Oh, the review from so-and-so was taken down. It was reported. I said, that's crazy. So I call them people like, hey, did you report it? No, we didn't report it. I ended up getting the email to my business account from a random lady that had visited the barbershop and really enjoyed herself and said, hey, I saw the review that somebody left on there. and I noticed that they were really attacking you on a personal level. I don't know who you I don't know you like that. But uh, I I've met you a few times taking my son in there and I just don't believe that somebody should be doing something like that night. So I reported it. No way. Yeah, and they, and they, they took it down in 30 minutes, bro. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Good for you, dude. Yeah. Damn. Psh, fucking people, bro. That's
0: sad. People, man. I've had people that I consider very good friends try to destroy my character and destroy my business. They have to, to make themselves feel better. It's it's terrible, man. It, it just it makes me just realize that the feeling that I felt when I was younger, the the lonely feeling, is still the same. And what I have, what I have back then, is what I still just have right. now. Is just family, mm-hmm. and that's it. Because
1: you can't it, even bro. rely on some some friends because I, you never know how they even nah, really uh-huh. feel about you. I have very few people in my life, bro, that I could literally sit back right now and say, you know what? I would trust everything I own in this person's hands. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's very few. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. And uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, you know what? I'm going to tell you something right now. You know who we need to have on the podcast? And, and I want to be here when, when you have him, and right. I want to be involved in it. Ted Lopez, bro. Ted, Ted Lopez. fucking Lopez, bro. He will be the absolute smartest, most fucking dopest dude you ever fucking meet. Matter of fact, I'm going to call him tomorrow. I'm going to try to get him on here as soon as who we can. Who is that? Te- my boy, Ted fucking Lopez, bro. Just remember the name, Ted Lopez. Ted Lopez. Ted fucking Lopez, bro. All right. Trust me. When I think about this dude, I get excited, bro. Really, I get fucking excited. This motherfucker, bro. This motherfucker right here, bro. He he knows his. He knows everything, bro. Yeah, fucking genius. You know what I'm saying? Really. One of the closest friends I ever had in my life, bro.
0: No shit.
1: Real quick on Ted, bro. I'll, I'll tell you like this, bro. M- music producer. Uh, he got me into uh, weightlifting at a young age, and and introduced me to like the bodybuilding shit and. We were tough on that growing up in in high school. We like we didn't fuck around. We lifted weights like crazy. His mom got us a membership at a gym and we were going to GNC like every week. Like we were a dead ass serious wanted to be bodybuilders, bro. He got me into that. He got me into like he really pushed me into being an uh, entrepreneur, bro. Like just seeing this guy, bro, and he's a year younger than me, maybe 2 years, at least a year for sure younger than me and he's like just so motivating, bro. Like this is the type of dude I'm telling you right now, Downstar Frank, bro. You need this dude in your corner, bro. You need to meet this guy, bro. Yeah. Okay. And I don't, as, as long as you know me, I don't validate nobody, bro. Yeah. And it's not because I don't respect people. It's because nobody's ever moved me in my life like Ted has, bro. Ted Lopez has, like, changed my life in so many more no ways. No way. It's un- wow, dude. Listen to this. I was down and out, bro, right? And I was going through some shit. I was uh, going through some mental shit when I first came home from being in the military. I was having some problems with my own self. You know what I'm saying? I packed up all my shit. Didn't even say nothing to my family, my kids, nobody. And I moved to Georgia. I was out there for like four months, bro. And I I called Ted one day, and I was like, "Man, dude, this I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself, bro. This, that, and the other." He's like, "Hey, calm the fuck down." I was like, "All right, I'm calm. What?" He's like, "Relax, bro. Everything's gonna be okay." I was like, "All right, you're right, bro. I need to calm down." He's like, "Look, just get your get your mind right, bro, and just think about what you want to do. right? What's important to you, bro? You know what I'm saying? All like, oh, my kids, this, that, and the other. like, All right, cool. So you need to be with your kids. He's like, "Here, listen. I don't care what you have. I don't care what you got going on, bro. I'm not worried about that." He's like, I'm buying you a plane ticket tonight. I'm flying you home next week. Don't ask me no questions, bro. I'm doing this. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker, buy me a plane ticket home, bro, to come back to California so I could be with my kids, bro, without me asking or mentioning it. Like, he enforced it on me, bro. Like, you're doing this. So I came home, had my car out here. My car was broken down. He's like, don't ask me no questions, bro. Don't say shit to me, bro. I'm taking your car and I'm getting it fixed on my dollar. I don't want to hear nothing from you about it, bro. This is not even up for debate. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck if you pay me back. If you do, I'm grateful for it. If not, just know that, bro, I love you and I got you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like, this motherfucker got my shit fixed, bro. Made it. Made, when I moved back to California, he gave me his a place to stay, bro. Like, his this motherfucker right here, bro. Like, if ever in my life, bro, there's somebody who I said I'm in debt to is Ted fucking Lopez, bro. He has. He's changed my ways. He's changed my life in ways that he'll never understand just by watching him and learning from him, bro, over the years. You know what I mean? crazy bro i'm telling you right now you got to meet this guy bro dude we you gotta, gotta meet, meet this guy like for sure I'll, I'll set the meet up bro we should uh
0: we should go to lunch or something
1: absolutely we bro. set that shit up let say me say no more
0: that's dope man and, and and that's dope that um somebody left that kind of impact on you yes bro because that that's something that i would like to leave on somebody mm-hmm. else you know that's this kind dude, of
1: I want to see the dude for like three months, right? He'll call me and be like, what are you doing? I'll be like, I'm just chilling, like cutting my house. i am like, all right, what's up? He's like, let's brainstorm, bro. Let's make some money. No questions asked. I'm there. Really? I show up. He's sitting there with his iPad out, notepad, pen to paper, whipping up some food. Are you hungry? Yeah, I'll take a plate. Boom. Him and his wife sit down. We start talking, bro. Boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, we have twenty fucking business ideas. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah, we're just going hammer on them, bro. And we're coming up with vacation ideas and how much should we set aside a month for this and what do we want to do with that? He's the one that went in with me with the with the uh, with the hairline product. Okay. I told him about it. He's like, well, "That's a good idea. We can do it." Yeah. And boom, like that, like that. He had us an online store. He had a shipping, everything set up, bro. He had labels made. He had he had bought containers, bro. Yeah. I found the guy that made the product. I went and met with him. Me and Ted went out there. We dealt with the guy. We made the recipe. It was like, dumb. <laughs> bro, And I listen, bro. Listen, this is, you need to bring that motherfucker. He needs to be on board somehow, bro. Hell yeah, dude. Trust me when I tell you. Ted fucking Lopez, bro. All right. He went from being a regular high school kid, bro, like high school dropout, went to welding school at motherfucking uh, what's that in Camarillo that one school where the dropouts go what's that school Oh, frontier across the street from a tier, they have like a welding program for kids that are still in high school that didn't graduate okay. welder school right yeah to the, Skosh, you know the company Skosh. yeah to, they created a position for him bro to, so they wanted him that bad no way they created a position for him bro yes and now he's working with Polaris
0: really yes
1: bro and he's he he produced you know King Harris from out here. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Big King Harris. He's holding it down. Hey, be safe out there, bro. Keep your head up. He produced almost all his tracks. Almost probably all his tracks. You yeah. know, Clutch eight hundred five. He works music with Clutch eight hundred five. Sean Biggs. He does music for Sean Biggs, bro. Um, Kyle, you know Kyle. He's yeah. done produced and and mixed down and done shit for Kyle, bro. At every like, he's wow. this dude is the truth, bro. Set it the up. The truth, bro. For real, set it up. Absolutely. I mean, I will. Man. That's tight,
0: dude. And that's good because when you when you know people, it's always good that that you're the person in the middle to make the connections. Right. That's always such a good feeling. You know, if I know somebody that needs to get some work done and you do that kind of work, I always make that connection because I want um I want to see people grow. You know, I want to see people do good. And whenever uh somebody needs a service or a product or something that one of my friends offer, I'm always one to recommend yeah. one of my friends or throw them a bone. You know, yeah. even this company that that does our hats, like somebody hit me up some rando dude. And he's like, Oh, uh, give me a little like little paragraph. Like, Hey man, I, I'm trying to look for a hat supplier. Like I can't find a, a good one. And I've been down that road, you know? Yeah. So I shot, I shot him one of my guys and uh, that's a thank you to my guy for doing a good job in a timely manner, and that's to take this. care of business. Yeah, take care of business. Handle that shit yeah. too, because maybe they'll whatever. Yeah, whatever even the, if they don't,
1: the, I, you know, I, I I seen this thing on, on social media. It's funny because I always talk so much shit about social media and how it fucks everybody up. But I seen this thing on social media and it said. um. You can't call yourself a boss unless you put other people in a position to make money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the, the true facts. Like, like for instance, your hats. Your hats are doing well. Somebody asks you where you get your hats from. You, you give them your supplier, so now that guy's making money off that guy, and then that guy's recommends him to another person now off of you he's got five new hat deals and it's
0: happened so much because Absolutely. even
1: my uh my t-shirt guy right i've flown guys to them
0: many a times yeah. dude shoot them to them and if they make thousands of bucks off that that was because of the the yeah. loop that i threw him that's people what i'm should saying always be doing that people shit, don't understand dude.
1: people think this is like <laughs> you're not a boss bro you're not a boss if you got a gang of bitches and you pop bottles in the club you're a loser yeah let's just be honest and I said that with a lot of respect, <laughs> but with all due respect, yeah. you're, you're a not loser. a boss. You're not a boss until I until you have put people in position to make money and better themselves. That's when you become a boss, bro. Yeah. When you become T from Headhunters is a fucking boss, bro. He's put twenty fucking barbers in position to make money and own barbershops. shops. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And now everything that they do, he was a pivotal part. Period. In it. Period. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for T. I wouldn't be sitting in this chair right now if it wasn't for tea. If you break it down, if you break it down to you it, you have to. You can always break it down. Yeah. and that's. He what told me one day understand. when I was at the barbershop shop having some drinks, chilling. He's like, "Why don't you just go to barber school? You're here every day anyways, drinking. Yeah. Why don't you be here making money?" I was like, "Hmm, it's a good idea." So I went to fucking barber school. Wow. And you know what I'm saying? Otherwise I would just be Some random ass fool Fucking working at Haas Damn Shout (laughs) out to Haas Yeah shout out to Haas bro If you guys are hiring Let me know I'm looking for Overnight position right now (laughs) I got a resume I can send you guys Fucking Yeah I could lift A lot of heavy shit Let me know (laughs) I'm good at numbers Yeah I know I know seven Come after six (laughs) give me that job that's crazy man yeah man i I don't know well you know i think
0: one of the things with me man i i think maybe if you want to say like a superpower whatever what i feel that my gift is is to make people that feel like unwanted make them feel like they're the outcast i Mm -hmm. want them to make them feel like they're part of something right and if if they're part of downstar it represents something right. it represents the same person that they were that was able to break out of that stigma and it's just like fuck everybody dude yeah, like man. i'm doing
1: it i don't fucking care yeah, dog that's deep bro if uh, that, and you know that's if, if if we talk if we sit here and talk for a fucking 18 hours bro i don't give a fuck about what nobody takes from home from this if you just only take home the one thing of just get it done bro do it i keep we keep saying that over and over just do what you want to do get the shit done you got to get started man with everything
0: even when you're doing laundry you have to <laughs> you have to start. you have to just start you have to just start gathering it and get everything ready you just have to start you just have to do it cooking dinner it it's all the same man but this is the most important thing this is your future you need it's to, your life bro it's your life you need to give your life the same amount of attention that you give people that don't give a fuck about you
1: and that's the hard part. Hell yeah! The hard part is more people give more attention to the people that don't give a fuck about them than they do their life. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And that's where people get caught up in bullshit. Sad you know, I, man. I got a lot of friends, bro. That you know, and well, I say friends. That's I use that term very lightly, just yeah. so you know, very Definitely. loose. You know what I'm saying? When I say friend, I'm more or less meeting somebody that I just crossed paths with, crossed paths with multiple times throughout my my years. Yeah, not somebody that I would trust around my kids or my girlfriend or my wife or whatever the case may be but just you know somebody i know a Quentin, yeah yeah you yeah see what i'm saying a lot of them are still trying to prove themselves by buying shit and put it online like jordans and making this you know what i mean like yeah
0: like why dog i know you
1: i know I don't you don't get it bro i don't understand you man. don't
0: got to be doing that you know and that's what i say i'm trying to push that message because i want yeah. everybody to be themselves yeah. no matter if you're 33 like i want you to be yourself uh. but it's sad that that people just put up this persona social media
1: you have to be accepted you have bro. to
0: be cool dude like i'll put some fucked up shit on on social media sometimes just so you guys No, it's just real this is yeah. what the fuck we go through i like your
1: social you media know. though your social media is cool bro it's a lot of business but i like your facebook as well because on your Facebook it's very goal oriented. You're always reaching out to people and asking like, you know, what podcast are you guys listening to? What's your views on this? Yeah. What is a, what do you guys think about this? Like, that's good shit. Because I always go past your Facebook page and I see and you're like two hundred comments. I'm like, God damn, I'm not about to read all those. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just let me see the first five. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I like to spark debate, dude, because I want yeah. people to
0: start thinking, man. And once you start thinking, then you 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 start to grow and any growth is better than no mm-hmm. growth you know it's Absolutely. so easy for me to just talk about cars all day and right. just to be like Come on, talk bro. about money or whatever yeah. it's like no dude what the fuck is that going to do what i have doesn't mean shit to you cuz you're never going to have it not saying that you're never going to make it there. You're never going to have my shit. This is my shit. It's yours. This is mine. If we're mm-hmm. playing if we're playing Pogs, that's your pile over there. This, <laughs> this is mine, mine right here. This is I mine. got all these ghost slammers. <laughs> oh, but yeah. we're all fucking playing together, man. Yeah, we're all just having a good time, you know? But, um, yeah, dude, you just got to just do it, man. You got to make that shit happen. I agree 100%, bro. Make it happen, bro. Hell yeah, man. I think that... Um, I think that we gotta have you on here again, bro. This was a really entertaining time, and I, I appreciate the conversation, dude. Because I know that you touched on a lot of stuff that. Yeah, we're,
1: we're everywhere right now. Yeah, we're. Every- I don't even know what the basis. I don't. I don't even know where we started at i don't know it's just it's just a a glimpse
0: into our lives yeah and it's always interesting to get the real perspective of somebody's life even if it's just a random person if we're just having a conversation and they start digging into their life um i i'm intrigued right because i'm like if this is a real story i want to hear it yeah. i want to and know i love ranting i love
1: just i love ranting bro anything we can get a conversation going on i'm gonna run with it bro it's good just to pass yeah.
0: around ideas and get different perspectives yeah. and you just grow as a person and i hope people listening now i hope they appreciate this and i hope they uh i hope they like it you know if you guys If you guys have any changes or any ideas or anything that that you think that we can do, like somebody was mentioning before that the volume wasn't loud enough. Right. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yeah. so I'm working
1: on that, too. I'm
0: trying to dial it in, guys. It doesn't help me out if I got too many. Yes, man. Who do they
1: reach out to? Is there email or something? So you can hit me up on my Instagram.
0: My Instagram is Frank underscore Downstar. That's pretty much where I I like to conduct all my social media businesses through that. Even Facebook, I really don't read messages. Yeah, but don't. Don't
1: ask for God. no fucking discounts on bolts and shit and don't ask for no sponsorship you can go kiss some asses bro it's not happening you, <laughs> you know just, just gotta
0: come see the journey man come see the journey yeah. and uh if you want to participate cool but if you don't yeah as long as you're here watching that's all that matters dude so i thank you for coming in man and before we go i want you to drop your social media so people can check you out yeah you
1: can check me out on my um my my barbershop page is uh barber lounge underscore barbershop one and that's um the barber lounge page where you can see all of our barbers, our work, some videos and stuff. Then I got my my haircut page is loafs, l-o-a-f under s underscore cuts, loafs cuts. And then my personal page is the with two E's, T-H-E-E underscore C A underscore M-I-L-O for two. You come check us out, come check me out. So you can see all the shit that I talked about today is actually on my Instagram. It's i'm not out here you know i'm just telling the truth you're gonna see my kids all on my instagram my old lady's on there i'm on there and my haircuts are online and our our shop page is there that's what you're gonna see you know what i mean ain't no faking you're not gonna see me holding up 600 dollars to my ear talking about a new phone who it is. <laughs> it's not happening bro you know what i'm saying it's just you
0: man yeah genuinely you all you gotta yeah. be is yourself and if people fuck with you, they do. But if they don't, they don't. then they don't. <laughs> yeah. But if they do, then you know that they're fucking
1: with you yeah. because of who you yep. really are. Before Before we go, I just want to say also to anybody out there that hears this message, bro, broettes, fucking young ladies, young men, kids, adults, older people, retired, still working, punching the clock, self-employed, keep fucking going, bro. Hell yeah! Don't fucking start. Don't start acting like a bitch now. You know what I mean. Wherever you are in your life is where you are at that moment. It can always get better. You know what I'm saying. Keep driving. Keep thriving, and just be the best you you could be. Don't compete with the people around you. Compete with who you potentially could be. You know what I'm saying. And that's that's how you make it. Don't don't worry about if you own a laundromat. Don't worry about who got 87 washing machines when you got 12 because you got the 12 best washing machines. You know what I'm saying. Just keep thriving. Keep driving. Be hungry man and, and and be the best possible version that you, you could be every day and get better. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Thank That's all I got to say, man.
0: Thank you guys for listening. Loaf, thank you for being on our really absolutely it was it. an honor. I thank you. And uh this is Downtime with Downstar, guys. Have a good day.